You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. I'm unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. You find us in July. You find us again sitting in front of the Gulf as we podcast because Yakin, Joaquin Neiman, who we predicted on about even to win the Rocket Mortgage Classic, is now in a three-way tie for the lead in a playoff. And so it's going to be on the background. We'll be paying attention to you, the punter and the dribbler, and the stories of the week. But we will also be paying attention to our bet slips, which is Neiman to win. And by we, I mean me, because Eddie didn't have him because he doesn't understand sport. On that, though, Edward, how are you? Good, mate. Like you say, we're in July, second half of the year. Yeah. Big, powerful things happen in the second half of the year. Back nine stuff. This is where dreams are made, punters and dribblers. Yeah. And you might mean, what do you mean by that? Well, obviously, I'm talking about the Ashes. Obviously, I'm talking about Manly Finals. winning uh, the ninth ring. Those sort of things. Yep. Okay. Okay. Spring Carnival, baby. Okay. Am I going to pick the Melbourne Cup winner this year? I've got a feeling about it. Already? So that's what I'm talking about okay. by back nine, motherfuckers. Back nine. Big back nine. We're on the back nine here, punters and dribblers. We are on the back nine. Now... Obviously, everyone's in lockdown, at least if you live in New South Wales or in Sydney specifically, not New South Wales because it's only in Sydney. But that's you and I. That's D or Dave over there with his moustache. It's it's producer Matt over there unfurling cords like he's... Has he got a mom? You got rid of the goatee, didn't you? Yeah, it's a flesh-coloured goatee, so in the wrong light, it doesn't... You should grow a tickler. Yeah. Like a robo. Yeah. A soul patch. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. Now, listen, we're getting off topic. We are. Lockdowns, Eddie. The, this one seems, if I can be honest with the Sydney uh, audience, and feel free to tell me if you disagree, but I feel like this isn't as... Maybe it's because we're already used to, like, COVID and shit, and when the first lockdown happened, everyone was kind of freaked out. Mm. This one seems far less intense. Like, I've had you know, dribbles will hit us up from, like, fucking Queensland or Victoria and be like, hope you guys are okay in lockdown, man. I'm like, dude, I'm actually fine. Hey, like, it's fucking... Like, obviously, I'm a dad and I don't do much anyway, um, but it doesn't seem as bad. Like, everyone's going out for walks and shit. I've been going out for heaps of walks. Yeah, I'm trying to remember last time we were in lockdown. Were people exercising? I think they were. They were, but, like, I remember last time it was, like, I wouldn't even... So, like, uh, there was a period there where I think you were allowed... When you were allowed people over... um, I was like, my parents couldn't see Evie. She was a newborn. Like, my family couldn't. My sister had just come back from the US for a couple of months, and that was when the lockdown hit. And it was like, sorry, you can't see her until these fucking things. Like, with there's too much up in the air. Like, no, everyone was shitting themselves. Mm. Whereas now it's like, I'll go for a walk and see my, my, like my folks. Well, yeah, well, that's the thing. Last time it was so unknown. People were legitimately shitting themselves. Now yeah. people are just like, we know it's not killing us, but we're obviously not wanting to. Spread. Like, obviously, it kills some people, but let's yeah, but let's like, be honest yeah, about it. It's like, you know, of course, it kills people. It's not the know. end of the world. No, it's uh, you know, a harsh flu. Now, this isn't some anti-COVID conspiracy tinfoil hat. Fucking no, it's not. We just we're just saying with the context that has been provided by the last eighteen months. I think the people of this nation, Tom, yeah. feeling a little bit better about it. Correct. That's all it That's is. That's all it is. Now... So don't put words in my mouth. Don't you fucking put words in my mouth. Because my mouth's closed. Yeah. I've closed my mouth. Can't I'm do not, it. No. Can't do it. Can't do it. Give you're not force-feeding me, motherfucker. No, you're not. No, you're not force-feeding me. Well, you can force-feed me if you want, but I'm on a diet. 
<laughs> slash my diet. Do you know what happened to me the other day? Just while we're on diets, I was. Uh, it's not. I'm never on a diet because it's too fucking hard. But I just try and like. I was. But trying. are you? Do you? No, have, never. I've never been on a fucking diet. Do you? Have you ever announced to Steph that you're on a diet? Never. Seriously, I'll take the piss. But like the the one that you do where it's like you don't eat before midday. Is that a diet? I feel like that's just fasting. It's yeah, fasting. Intermittent fasting. fasting. Yeah. So, so it's but not a diet. I was more just trying. That's more what I'll try to do. Where I'm like, I actually don't need to get up and have like fucking eggs. And you're just messaging I on the podcast. Oh. We're 30 seconds in. No, it's 30 work. seconds. It's in. work. I don't know. Um, but so I was like, fuck it. I'm not going to eat until like lunch or just in the arvo. And then um, Steph's mum, who's babysitting Evie, allowed to be around just to care. Um, she just walks into the fucking office. This is like three in the other. I'm like, oh, I'm actually still pretty good. I might just get through to dinner. And she just walks in with a plate of pancakes. And I'm like... How, how many pancakes from the plate? pancakes for me. Covered in. Maple syrup. <laughs> and I looked at him and I just went, thank you. And just smashed him. I couldn't help it. And then I had dinner as well. But well, you, like, well hang on. What do you There's do? a couple of things there to unpack. A, you're not going to turn down pancakes. Correct. And B... It would be fucking the height of rudeness, in my opinion, to turn down pancakes that your mother-in-law has spent time slaving away. For, you know, yeah, but she, it's a nice gesture. She's yeah. like, Tom's a girthy man. He's he's a heavy set individual. Who's <laughs> going right. to enjoy these pancakes? Who's going to? Who you know what pancakes? I mean? Who needs pancakes? Tom needs pancakes. <laughs> so, you know, thank you so much to Marina. But no, I was more. Uh, it was it was a tough one. I did eat the pancakes and then. After I had them, I went to the kitchen and there were some leftover pancakes and I had those as well. So how many did you have in total? Six pancakes. Okay. It's not the end of the world, but it's a fair few pancakes. Maple syrups. <laughs> how big were they? Yeah, are we talking like thick boys or like... No, no, no. Thin, thin, thin pancakes. But how, what, how, what was the diameter of the bag? Like, like a fry pan pancake. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, to the edge. Yeah. It's almost, yeah. Like, a, yeah. almost like a crepe. Well, no, thin no. pancakes. Okay. They're just... Th- I don't... Well, this... I don't we know what the this fuck... Dis- we were having this discussion with Kempi, I think, the other week. It's like a pancake for me is just a, f- a thin... Pancake. They can be thicker. Wait, look, what you what you, you want. what you what you imagine a pancake to be. That's what a pancake is. Do you know what I mean? It's not a crepe, and it's not a pikelet. Right. So it's yeah, exactly. Yeah, like exactly. You know what a crepe is? A crepe you, is a thick. You know what a crepe is, and you know what a pikelet is. But is a crepe a thick thing? Is that what a no? Crepe crepes is? are thin. Crepes like you put nah, stuff inside and fold but over. But they're they're they're. I don't know what they're made of. They're different. It's. Have you had a crepe? You can have like eggs and fucking yeah. ham and shit and a cheese and crepes. In a crepe, yeah. yeah. But you can also have, um, but you can have them with like butter and sugar and shit, can't you? As oh, well? yeah, like yeah, Nutella yeah. and strawberries. Yeah, I don't know what they're made of though. Like um, I do, but I sort of don't. It's flour, eggs, milk, water, salt, that might be different, butter and margarine. And I think it's something about you have to let it sit and cool before, like after you've made the mix and before you actually fry it. Right, mm. so but is there a difference between the crepe and a pancake? That's what we need to find well, out. Well, crepes thin. That's the difference. But he's talking about like recipe. Yeah, wise. recipe. Like well, salt. Yeah, salt. Yeah, is salt the difference though, or is that just Dave thinking it's the difference? Well, I don't think salt's a normal pancake. I'm just getting up another pancake. Yeah, no uh, worries. Plain flour, baking powder, and pancakes. Caster sugar in pancakes. Yeah, a bit sweeter. Yeah, there we go. I've never put caster sugar in pancakes, but I used baking to make powder might be the that might be a yeah, little bit of a because that would make it rise a bit more. Wouldn't it? it rises a tad, and you need a tad of rise. Mm. You, you need, need a tad, a tad of, rise. of rise with your pancakes, but not too much rise. No, you don't want to over rise. Punters now, and in terms of what you put on pancakes, now I've always, I've been I've been I, pancakes are a part of my childhood. I think they're a part of everyone's, but like um, when we would go on holidays, we, there was we would have pancakes pretty much every single day, mm. which you know might speak to my addiction to sugar, but. Um, Obviously, maple syrup. Yes. But did you also do sugar and lemon? 
Yeah, sometimes. I do butter sometimes. Just, oh, yeah, sometimes just, just straight just, up Just butter. straight up butt. Um, yeah. Honey sometimes. Yeah. But I always found... Usually the, quite sweet. <laughs> dude, it's But I don't mind. Sweet. I don't mind a bit of butter on there, baby. I'm a big pikelet guy as well. My mum makes the best fucking pikelets all time. Shout out to your mum. The best pikelets all time, punters and dribblers. And she would just... She'd just be in there cooking me up pikelets and she would just bring them out on a plate and I'd just butter those bad boys and, and just, just pound pikelets into the ground. Like at my at the at the zenith of my pikelet eating, yeah. God knows how many I put away in one sitting, but it was but you sort of can't. It'd be, I reckon it'd be thirty odd. You I reckon it easy. Pikelets. She'd bring them out piping hot, Dave, and I would just put them to the sword. Like, I honestly reckon at one point I could have been in a pikelet editing comp. I was that elite. Yeah, you're just doing like two bites each or just one bite. But sometimes one. Yeah. But you the, know what I mean? The pikelet is I, an easier to eat uh, sort of version of in the pancake family. You know, they're like, part, but, like the, the great apes. It's like the, the, the pancake family. But really like, closely related. I think yes. the pikelet and the, and, the, and the pancake more like the Neanderthal to the Homo sapien, yes, Tom. Yes, As opposed to going back to the chimp, say. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get it. I you. think the chimp's the crepe. <laughs> chimp's crepe. Pikelet is Neanderthal and the pancake is the Homo sapien. Or the other way around. Either or. Yeah, either. yeah, either or. But that's how you'd work it but out. But the crepe's the chimp. Crepe's yeah. a chimp. Crepe is a chimp. Um, so I went for a walk yesterday with Steph, um, uh, Evie, and a family friend, uh, mm. Jojo, who's like a um, – she's kind of like a – an auntie that's not an auntie, like a second mum. She's a legend. Shout out to Jojo, uh, friend of the show. Jojo of, of Jojo fame? Correct. Now, we were going for a walk, oh, yes. and she's got a dog, like a schnauzer or some shit, and uh, we went and we walked past her place to pick her up for a walk, and we were like, oh, where's Bella? She's like, oh, she's getting a bit old. Uh, long walk, sort of fuck her up. We were like, oh, you should get a baby carrier. Like, you see these fucking peep dog owners and shit with baby carriers, like, which is... There's the a guy who walks down uh, the street that I live on, and he has his dog usually walking, but he walks with the pram, I think, just in case. Yeah, I'm like, right. bro, that's, that's a big day. That's a big day. Either like, just carry your dog, or just it doesn't need to walk. The dog's not big enough for him not to be able to carry comfortably yeah, over also, great distances. If they, if they need a pram, like if they can't handle great distances, then I think they could probably get all the exercise they need from the house. Yeah, I think, I think you're onto a winner there. Yeah. Like you don't have to walk this dog. It's and, if you want, and if you want the dog to you know, get some outdoors, fucking drive around. Drive somewhere, stop. Stick its head out the window. Well, but or just drive to a park, let it out, let it run around, back in the car. Home. Yeah, five minutes, done. Fucking pram. Sounds you, like you've got a fucking like, easy look after dog. You're making it way too hard. Like, have some respect for yourself a little bit. Is he bit, peacocking like, with the pram? Is this over? Yeah, I think it is. I don't get good vibes off your I don't bloke. get good vibes. Second playoff hole. Oh, you, you just got knocked. Oh, fuck. Oh, well, at least I got the fucking... Uh, yeah, so like you just at least you you just drive to a park, let him out for a run, get him back in the car. Anyway, not the point because if you have a pram for a dog, you look like a fucking idiot with the greatest it's, respect. It's huge in Japan. That makes a sense. Lot of them there. Japan. That, that makes yeah. sense. You know, it probably looks cool in Japan somehow because they're into some sort. Well, of, if everyone's doing it, yeah, but they're like Japanese are a bit at least from where. I stand culturally, and then you're seeing them, you're like, they're a bit quirky, you know? So it's like, of course they do weird shit like that. Um, shout out to Japan, by the way, favorite country I've ever visited. Um, so anyway, we're having a joke with Jojo, like, oh, you should get a dog carrier, blah, blah, blah. 
like one that you strap onto your chest and the dog sort of hangs out. Uh, anyway, so we go walking. We're walking and then we're walking along New South Head Road uh, in Rose Bay. And wouldn't you fucking know it, this lady's walking towards us with a dog in a dog carrier. And I'm like, she's about maybe 30 metres away. And I'm like, fuck, holy shit, Joe, there's someone in a dog carrier. And they're like, oh, yeah. And we're sort of just talking about it as we get up. And then um, as we get up to the, the, uh, like the woman sort of gets up to us, and then Joe stops her and goes, oh, my God, I just wanted to ask. We just wanted, we've been talking about uh, dog carriers. Uh, where'd you get one for this lovely dog? And then... The baby turns around and it's a human and it just had it just had fucking like poodleish looking hair and we just got it wrong from like long distance. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. And like how was that received? It was it was like this moment where we had approached this woman thinking she was carrying a dog. Because you'd convince yourself. Well, we'd just been talking it's about it. And the, I'm, I'm it's not, confirmation bias. It is, but the do, like the baby was facing in, so you couldn't see its face. So it's facing the mother, and the hair, bro. It looked like a fucking like a dog, a dog's hair. And as we got closer, it was like this. This like time s- slowed down for this like two second moment where we got right up to her, and then me and Steph realised that it wasn't a dog; it was a baby. And Steph looked at me and gone. It's not a dog. It's a baby. And then I've gone to read. Joe's already mid fucking yarn about this being a dog, but like she was, she was close enough that she could have realised it wasn't. But she was just looking at this dog. Well, baby, sorry. And I want to go and grab Joe and be like, "It's not a dog. It's not a dog." But I'm already right in front of the mum, and I didn't want to have to be that person going, "It's not a dog." <laughs> It's a baby. So I just was like, oh, she's already into it. So you just left it. Well, we were both there. She was already like, she was already starting the conversation with this mother. How long did she go along for? <laughs> it was not long. Like, as in, she's just going. How did, did she realize or did the mother say it's actually a baby? <laughs> it's a baby. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> she goes, she goes, it's my baby. <laughs> And yeah, it would have been funny if she was just like, yeah, I know. That's what we call him as well. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, then the baby turns around and we're like, oh, fuck. And then we were just like, oh, so sorry. It was the hair. It was the hair. We're, we're like, this woman's got no context to the fact we've been talking about fucking dog carriers or anything like that. And we're like, oh, sorry. Sorry. It's very cute. <laughs> and she walks off and then we were just pissing ourselves on the side of the road. I was like, that is one of the funniest fucking things. <laughs> The mum was pretty cool about it, though. She had a laugh. She had a laugh. She's like, oh, no, no, it's a baby. It does look a bit like dog's hair, doesn't it? I'm like, seriously, it does. Like, it's, it's, it's misleading. It's misleading. Um, Good for you, Tom. Yeah, so that was uncomfortable. But um, the other thing that happened on that walk, which was crazy, and this was... Um, Shin splints again? No, haven't. But I have been running and my calves uh, have not recovered. We'll see how we go after this podcast because you and I are going to go and fucking pound the pavement. Or grass because I got bad news. Um, so we went to the park, and I saw for the first time Evie discover her shadow. So like we were at the park, and she's running around, going crazy, like just having fun, kicking a soccer ball, very dexterous with her feet, uh, and just running around having a good time. And then at one point, she's running. The sun's behind her, so her shadow's in front of her. And she's just running in any direct, like in that direction, and then just stops, and is just like looking at. And I'm like, "What the fuck's going on here?" She's like staring down at the ground, and then she starts 
slowly like walking backwards and just staring at the ground. And then I sort of get up to her. I've got a video of it once I realised what was happening. And um, and I get up to her and then she's looking at it and she's like, oh, oh. And then she starts like trying to walk backwards and it's following her. And then I go, oh, your shadow, Evie, your shadow. And then I'm like, it's going to follow you. And then she's like, got up enough confidence to think like, all right, I'm going to make a run for it and try and get away from this fucking shadow and just turns and starts hauling ass back towards Steph. And I'm like, it's following you. And she's looking back and just seeing this shadow following her. She's like, and she just starts crying. She's like, ah! <laughs> oh my God. But I was like, fuck, that is um, like... It would be a wig out. It would be a wig yeah. out. Like how crazy to be like realizing something for the first time like wait i don't understand how this thing works no one like the sun behind me reflection of my body and like what the fuck and it was just a it was a mind fuck to see this little mind get mind fucked by a shadow and i was like i actually haven't thought about my shadow for a long time that would be fucking stressful for a little child poor old shadow yeah like the shadow used to be a big part of your life i know the shadow and then now it's just like and now it's like well what do i have to do to get noticed yeah i haven't i haven't thought about my shadow the only time i notice the shadow now is when you're at like sporting fields at night and the lights come from every direction so you have many shadows you've got 50 shadows that's the only time i'm like okay shadows back yeah but you're one and only shadow so anyway i just thought that was uh that was quite a it was i'll show you the video after but it was fucking funny she's like just standing there screaming to shadow but again what a fucking wig out wig out your shadow that was it was a thing of me going like oh i've just watched like a little bit of a cognitive development happen that's a big one where you're like oh wait and it's one that's never talked about. I've never talked about... I've never heard someone talk about their child discovering, discovering their, shadow. their shadow. You always hear about the fucking mundane shit, like walking and talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, I want the shadow stuff. You want that stuff? Yeah. The good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pure stuff. Um, anyway, I feel like I've just got on here and just talked and talked and talked about myself. Yeah, and, well, you do that. And, you know, just all about me, my life. How yep. are you? I'm good. Nothing too much to report well, in my world. Then, and that's it? probably why... Mm. That's probably, probably why. why, you know, again, nothing going on. Punters and dribblers, we are brought to you by Neds, the best betting platform in town. Um, i tell you what, if you've been following along on my profile, because obviously I've been overseas, so I've just been whacking up my bets for about even on the Neds profiles app, you'd see some... I, th- I seem to bet better when I'm not around people and I'm just able to eyeball the talent on game day, see what's happening. It's when I'm able to be as, as, as gifted as I think I am. So basically what you're saying is it's a lot harder to bet almost a week in advance. That is games. what I'm saying, yes. Yeah. Yep. You know, for example... You could say it's also a 24 hours before a game though, right? No, because if you're putting your bets in on Wednesday morning and there's a game Sunday night... There's also a game on Thursday. Yeah, but that, I'm not talking about that one. Right. I'm talking about the other games where maybe, you know, Nathan Cleary doesn't play yep. or Hines doesn't play. Yep. Well, Nathan Cleary did play, but Hines doesn't play. Yeah. You get caught out. You do get caught out. You know? You, you do. You get caught out. If you follow along on my prof is what I'm saying is yeah. daddy. They are calling me daddy value, and I didn't come up with that either. It's embarrassing. How many bets you get on the weekend? Two. I got three. <laughs> well, <sighs> but you're not a dad, so they can't call you daddy value. Dad of a dog. Well, you mm, they could call you doggy style value. Doggy value. I don't know. It doesn't really have the same ring to Why? it as daddy value. You're being pettist. Well, it's not pettist. You aren't a father. I'm a father of a dog. No, you're not a and father Tonka. of a dog. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Shout out to Neds. We love you. Shout out to Neds. Uh, you can follow our profiles on Neds. You can also join the About Even group um, where the, you know everyone's sharing their bets in there and shit. I actually followed one of Gurus yesterday. 
uh, which was a Joey Manu away. Yeah, it didn't get up. No, it didn't. He was very lucky that his unit scooper got up. See, I've got a bone of contention next. If that was me, there's no way I'm getting given those nine units. No, but he's no, but he's got it on, and the bet stands. Yes. So it's live. The bet's right. live. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know that I would be afforded. This is what Toddler and I were discussing anyway in the green room. I know this is still a live read. This is a bone of contention. I don't think that I would be afforded the same graces where apparently I'm not getting So fucking, you think the bet's void altogether? Well, I'm saying you have been robbing me of units even though all my bets were going up last week. Were no, you? we robbed you of two bets. Two. Right. You didn't put one up for the Titans game or whatever it was, and you didn't do a unit scooper. That was all you robbed But I for. did the bets. I no, just you didn't. didn't. You didn't put them up. They went on your profile. They, they weren't went on there. my profile? No. Well, I'm going to I'll show you. There was one game where there was no profile bet. There wasn't. I went through it last week. You didn't do you didn't do two bets and you lost fucking well, two Tobler units. Told and that's me, it. Tobler told me I, none of my all my bets are void because they're not online. One of them. Okay, so Tobler doesn't even listen. You're right. So that's the problem. That's the problem. We've we've now uncovered the You didn't do a unit scooper last week. That was void, so you lost a unit. Yep. And then there was one other bet out of eight. Okay, well so Tobler's lying. Then. Yes. Tobler's lying to you and I. Correct. Well he's lying on your behalf. Shocking. Thanks, Neds. Cheers, Nads. Fuck you, Tobler. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Punters and dribblers, it's the most generous podcasters of all here, Tom and Eddie. Here to look after the punter and the dribbler and their drinking needs. Mm. It's still rosé drinking season, we know that. It's worth having a couple of bottles laying around. Yeah, I don't expect you to drink it in the driving rain, but I just went outside and the sun's out, baby. Oh, really? Sun's out, bum's out again, and it's fucking hot out there. I'll be losing the jacket, Tom. Mm. I can promise you that. So you need a couple of cases laying around your digs. You just do. Well, it's certainly when you've got guests. You're entertaining. Hey, come round. A couple of Sheila's come round. You want to be able to crack a bottle yeah. and impress? Yeah. Of course you do. Now, you're going to get 50 bucks off each case if you use the code MANLY. That's a gift from Tom and I at hellosport.shop. Six bottles. You're getting $50 off hellosport.shop. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Be prepared. Yeah. And if you're not prepared, you're prepared to fail. It's not the saying, but it's all right. Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Got it. Hellosport.shop. Dave, anything for you, mate? Not Don't really. feel like you have to. No, I mean, is that Mo, is that Mo making waves in in your friendship circles? You getting inboxes and stuff? It's you know, it's, it's making an impression. Snapchats. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, Snapchats. It seems to be a lot better received by my cohort in my age group rather mm. than my more members of my family. Yep. Um, what are your family saying? My family don't like it. My mum was pointing to Katoni Staggs last night and saying, oh, look, he's got a good moustache, but he doesn't have, like, a mullet as well. He's got nice short hair. You should do it like that. Show her the video and say, um, well, what do, you want, do you want me to do this? Yeah. Don't be more yeah. like Katoni. <laughs> exactly. She didn't really know what she was in for. Sit no. down yeah, and I've say, mum, do you want me to be more like this? Mm. this I think, like oh, look, I think that would be great, you know, mother-son bonding time, yeah. don't you? Mm. Mm. And, and the lockdown with the folks. Yeah, look, it's going all right. We're not at each other's throats. Just how yet. many how many bongs you getting away with? <laughs> how many you putting away? A- enough to get by, you know. Yeah. Yeah. How are you yeah. doing it in the shower? No, nah, not a, in the shower. No. I don't know. I'm just well, I'm just spitballing nah, nah, here. Like the, 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 well, obviously, if the shower's on. He's next to it. He's not yeah, under yeah, the not water. Yeah, water. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The water, like it's just it's deadening the smell. I'd imagine mm. can't smell and the sound actually. and the sound. <laughs> yeah. The problem is the the bathroom windows in my bathroom they like don't really fully open and they're at the very top of the room. So take like, a ladder in there. You take some stair. Take a chair in there. Yeah. And just fucking look, or take the step ladder. <laughs> that's a bit overcomplicated. I usually, I don't think so. Do you have I, your own ensuite? Not really. Like you have to walk through the passage, like the 
hallway to yeah, kind of right. get to it. So they can see me if I walk from my room to the bathroom. Holding a bug. But it's, yeah, yeah. But it's fine. Like, I've, you know, I've found my time. They go out sometimes and they're both like in their respective spaces at home doing work and they got calls during the day. So yeah. there's times when they're distracted. I remember when I used to live at home with my mum and I used to try and sneak bugs and it'd be like, okay, she's out. It might even be like she's just gone for a coffee and mm. I'm like just up the road and I've just got to, you know, like in those montage and scenes where it's like someone's like, uh, it's like where they're like uh, loading up with heaps of guns to go and like take on the bag. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like zipping up bags and shit. That was just me. Like, and you get the process down pat and it's like a, like I'm just so efficient yeah. at it. It's like a five minute operation there and done, big, and I'm big, back on pack, the couch. Dip, window, yeah. <laughs> and like they're none the wiser. For all they know, I just like might have gone into my room to have mm. a wank for like two minutes, and then I just came out. <laughs> what would be worse? <laughs> yeah, dude, that's also a good point. You're having to crank down under the, the folks' roof, which we've all had to do well, at some point. Mate, I'm not going to go outside somewhere else to do it. Am mate, I? You're not going to stand in the backyard. I hope I'm not. No, I'm not going to do it in my car down the road or something. Get down the public toilets. <laughs> yeah, no get thanks. arrested. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this thing fucking took a turn, didn't it? It um, did. You didn't think it was going here? No, I didn't think so. Dave well, is, is that more or less illegal than like having a bug in a public toilet? I wonder. I'd say you'd be getting in more trouble for whacking off in a public toilet. Really? Well, look. Yes, maybe it depends. Who I don't know if you're in, if you're in your own stall that you're on your own on your own terms. No way, dude! You can't. Yeah, be but then you've got to go over. You've got to look over the thing. That's, yeah, that's like just as creepy to get. That's caught. creepier. Yeah. Like the cops would have to come you in can't and silent. You're not in a fucking vacuum of noise. You'll be able to be heard. If you're just ripping a cone, you reckon you're getting more shit for that? I reckon if an officer found you beaten off in a fucking public toilet. <laughs> I or, or, or I don't or, know. Or, look or, it up, Dave. Look it up. I think look it up. Should you should get in more trouble? Well, it's about we're talking about what would get you in more trouble. That's what we're talking about. Yes. I, I think like if we're looking at the cannabis laws versus the like um masturbation. Public, what are the like, public what, what masturbation what public, laws? Look that up. But what, what's a call where you like expose yourself in public? But that's public, not that's indecent not, exposure. You're not doing not that. that. Yeah. That's not it. People. But that's, I'm just asking. Just go public masturbation. The offense of a sexual act. I think. And that's actually this, so from what it reads here, the offence of a sexual act is related in section 61, blah, blah, carries imprisonment of up to eight months or five and a half thousand dollar fine, up to. Mm. Um, but it's, it seems like this is covered under the same law as like having sex in public because it's just charged under the sexual acts law. So, like, I could have been getting the same as, like, Dylan Brown might have got for chonging in the bathroom. Yeah, but see, like, there's something less seedy about chonging in public than just by yourself whacking off oh, yeah. in public. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, dude... Oh, mate, it's way less seedy. <laughs> whacking off in public by your, like, yourself is just like, dude, get it together. <laughs> like, find someone to fuck in public if you really have to do it, or just go, or go home. Go home. <laughs> but beating off in a public toilet is way worse than... And then what's... Okay, so that seems like... Whacking off I think as well If you were caught Whacking off in public That'd be more frowned upon Than chonging in public If we've got any Loyal to the stars Can you answer it? Yeah we can ask Izzy that Like what would a judge decide? Yeah Because it's all about What the judge rules right? Yeah it is So it's either a bong In a cubicle Or individual solo Schwack In a cubicle We need answers Obviously this is pressing uh, um, this is pre-recorded, so I mean, we could ask him. We could send him the message now and just yeah, see message him now. Answer by message the him now. Mm. It's a good idea. I keep forgetting that. Um, he is he is a fucking text message away. Well, I mean, why the fuck do you keep him on retainer? That's right. 
So masturbating in public or within view of public can amount to offensive conduct if it is considered to wound the feelings, arouse anger or resentment or disgust or outrage in the mind of a reasonable person. And for that charge, obscene exposure is maximum six months imprisonment and one and a half, one thousand one hundred dollar fine. There you go. Um, um, which does which does seem worse than the fine you'd get from possession of marijuana or maybe smoking in public. Yes. Now I'm just going to message Izzy here. Is Cam Davis Australian and in the final fucking playoff here, Edward? Yep. Love that. Uh, and we've got a question. What would? How am I saying this? What would? What would legally be worse? Uh, uh, what would a judge? What would be? A, what would? What would receive a harsher sentence, or harsher punishment? Yeah, yeah. Well, I would receive a harsher punishment in the eyes of the law. But I think you need to make it specific. So there's yeah, no just just in a cubicle. Yeah, you're in a yeah, you're in a public, public toilet, toilet cubicle. Yeah. Not near a kid's playground. I feel no, like no, 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 none of that. No, none of that. None of that shit. Uh, Even though I may have been caught by the cops, not masturbating, but with weed next to a kid's playground. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was going to say, we're going to have to fire you, Dave. <laughs> um, smoking a bong in a public toilet or... Uh, or come on, world's slowest typer. World's I've, slowest I've typer. I've just got two, and his phone's huge as well. I oh, know it's huge. It's a brick. I don't know how you walk around with that thing in your pocket. <laughs> I like it, dude. You, you must have big pockets. Do you, I think you need big pockets. Well, yeah. Do you find like the weight is unevenly distributed? Yeah. Do you, you find that you walk with a like a limp? Where I have my wallet in my back pocket on the other side, so it balances me out. Okay, yeah. Do you find you limp though? No, because I got my wallet on my other side, so it balances me out. So you're like resistance training. All yeah, the time. well, it's yeah. just like you know. How big's your wallet? Need to be four or five kilos. <laughs> it's fucking huge, dude. <laughs> you that guy that keeps his receipts? No, no. It's I'm just <laughs> a ca- George Costanza. <laughs> Bro, I actually did do a, a clean out of my wallet like maybe a month or so ago and found a receipt from 2019. <laughs> Yeah, I just get a receipt. Thanks, mate. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah, I might take it for tax. People that get receipts are sickos. There, I said it. If you're getting a receipt for your fucking coffee. $3.50 coffee, yeah. you need to fucking start thinking about the decisions you're making in your life because you don't need that receipt, mate. You don't need it. Especially waste of paper. Waste of paper, yeah. waste of time. Um, all Surely right. that's sent now. That's been Holy to Laura fuck. And the stars. No well, more messages from you. Uh, that was disgraceful. Off, that well, was we five are talking minutes. About uh, coffees and shit, Matt. Do you uh, do you want to go get some? If we uh, get a receipt, yeah, get a receipt. <laughs> get a receipt. <laughs> Have you got your card on you? Yep. No, no. I've got. Uh, I've got my stuff. You're up. Obviously, Matt. Get yourself <laughs> one. Yeah. Oat milk, I'm good, thanks. Oat milk. Ooh, oat milk. Oat milk. I love oat milk now, dude. I love it. Have you got the? It. Have it's you tried so that? Good. Yeah, I'm all good. It's thanks. fucking good. Have you oat, tried the Chobani? It's fucking good. Oat, I don't know what that is. You know Chobani the yogurts? Ella yeah. got me onto it, and yeah, I'm they loving do like it. Like an oat milk, and they keep advertising it that it's like rich and creamy. It is creamy. It's creamy as fuck. Why though? Why? How do they make? I don't know. I don't ask the questions. Okay, can you? Can you try one? What are you having? Is it large? Strong, strong oat, oat. cappuccino. Yeah, uh, get me just another one of those on top of it. So get three coffees for me. I'm just going to try it. If I fucking hate it, I don't want to have my coffees ruined for the morning. 
Um, Ooh, did you know oat milk has the highest amount of calories and carbohydrates of all the plant-based milk varieties? Yeah, I don't drink also, it for the calories, bro. I drink it for the taste. Yeah, it's also not a milk because you can't oh, milk a fucking... So two large, strong oat caps. Yep. Then I want to get a large, strong cappuccino and a regular long black. I just... I, like, I, I'm obviously a milkman. Now, I say that because I enjoy a glass of milk from time to time. Yeah. If it's going... I enjoy it. We used Especially, to get like fucking twelve liters of milk a week. I still, I, I still have one. I still have a Milo. I still, I still have fucking a glass of milk with a Tim Tam. You know what I mean? I love milk. Sometimes I do find the milk in coffees can get a bit smacky for my stomach occasionally. Yes, so Ella was like, "Why don't you try oat milk?" I'm like, "Oh, I don't usually like fucking substitutes like almond and soy and no, shit. I don't fuck milk, with soy milk. Suck." She's like, try oat. And I got to say, really enjoying it. So there you go. If you're finding milk a little smacky, try oat. That's the only one I would That's recommend. That's the problem with me where with like the, I would get, to be honest, I was going, I used to get a large cap, mm. just straight up. Yep. Then it was like, you know what? Too much milk, too smacky. Mm. Need just a strong large cap, get a little bit of milk out, put a bit more coffee in. Yep. Then I was like, I'm still having too much milk here. So then it was just a regular cap, strong as you can make it, please, sir. Did, yeah. you, did you get three shots into a, a regular? Yeah. Oh, oh well, what, no, it would be the strong version of a regular as opposed to a strong large in a regular cup. Well, so a strong regular is just two shots in a regular cup. Yes. Whereas a strong large is milk. three. In, yeah, 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 yeah. You got less milk. Yeah. But then now I'm just back up to larges that are strong. Well, I was I was a big strong regular guy for a long time. I've gone up to the the, the large strongs recently off the back of my discovery of oat milk. So I, I've, I've got more room to move. It's less smacky on yeah. the tum. But I also don't want to run out too quick, thus going up to the large. The large, right. Yeah, yeah. It's a fair point. Does and that make I, sense? Well, yeah. I, and, but then I also like to have then the long black afterwards because I feel like I still want more, but I can't have another milk coffee because that will fucking... You want to talk smacky. <laughs> like, that's fucking distended tummy situation. Mate, if you're a back... Yeah, you can't go back to back milk. That's no. You're asking for a fucking big day on the john. You're asking for trouble. You're asking for a long day on the john. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Long day. You got to work them out as well. Nothing's coming easy. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Good lord! Is this the longest fucking intro ever? Uh, Potentially. Let's uh, we get into some sport? let's talk some sport, Tom. So, Eddie, a bit of sport. There's a lot actually to sort of get through. I think today. It's July, baby. It's July. We're right in the fucking thick of it. This isn't February, people. Um, obviously, there's a lot of rugby league. Uh, there's a bit of cricket. Uh, maybe some AFL. Bit of biffs. Oh, a lot of biffs. Connor and fucking Dustin. Don't let us forget that. That's this weekend. That's this weekend. Huge. Um, so there's, there's shit going on. Um, I think first off, and I think a lot of people would think, oh, are you going to talk about the record-breaking fucking score from a certain club that an Eagle-based club? No, we're not, actually. That's not going to be the first thing we talk about. Uh, the very real possibility that, like, 13 fucking Dragons players are going to be not able to play rugby league because they all went and breached the NRL COVID bubble by partying on at Paul Vaughan's place after their win against the Warriors on the weekend. Look, Tom and I have said it so many times that it's it's becoming annoying that I have to keep saying it. But, like, 
you can't trust DMC clubs. And that, that sort of rhetoric flows all the way through. Yeah. That's not just a, a, a holistic view. That's like it's at, at every individual point. That's yeah. board, coach, fans, players. players. Players aren't immune from that, mate. And it's when you're in the system, right? So it's like if you then if you leave a DMC club, you're no longer you are you become trustworthy once you leave. But like, <laughs> is there anything more DMC than getting so excited about beating the Warriors that, that you, you go and have a house party? That that literally one week into lockdown, like it's not like we're in lockdown. It's been going for six months, and you're just itching for a scoop. <laughs> no. Like you know. We're talking fucking literally at that point, I think, seven days. And they couldn't help themselves. Big Paul's gone, oh. Come over to my place. Come just, to Paul's. We Pretend you're not here, but come. Yeah. We, we just beat the fucking Warriors, baby. Come on, baby. Bring the... <laughs> <laughs> Get around to my Get around to my place. We're fire up and the we'll rip and tear. Yeah. <laughs> Look, obviously for a roast, yes, Paul was doing a, a microwave no, roast. roast. Microwave roast. <laughs> <laughs> Paul was on microwave roast duty. The boys were bringing over, um, you know, the unsavouries, and they were going to rip and tear. <laughs> a good old fucking Sunday microwave roast. Yeah. But what's crazy is they got fucking, the co- there was noise complaints from the police. Of course there were. They didn't even try and hide it. Mate, you get pretty got- rowdy after a microwave roast. Let's be honest. You, look, you can't help it sometimes. In fairness, I think chemically it's almost impossible to avoid. If you're getting under a microwave roast, which, you know, some people prefer to cook that way. It's, you know, it's, it's a... Look, some, look, you know, they've gone out of vogue, the microwave roast, a little bit. They used to be well-to-do. You don't see it on MasterChef like I would like to. No, not like I would like, a, I would like a MasterChef just for microwave dinners. They used to be, when they came up in the 80s, they used to be cookbooks. On how to fucking on how microwave. To, on how to microwave. Look, basically they're only cooking one dish these days, but, you know. Yeah, the microwave almost <laughs> reserved for one dish and one dish alone in 2021. Which uh, is a real shame. It's a shame, but it is a good dish. <laughs> it keeps them coming back. Yeah, fucking oath it does. So the boys are ripping and tearing. Um, coppers come around. What time? <laughs> Wait, TV dinner. What time was this? The cops were out. I don't know, Dave. Get some. Like, was this one in the morning, and they're still yipping and yahoo? Well, so after the game, they had beers in the sheds. Apparently, again, this is all just like alleged. Dave will come in with some facts. Um, they were all um, yipping and yahooing in the sheds. I think after the game, famous win against the Warriors. Yep. Again, I think if you're a DMC, you never know when the wind's coming, so you just got to fucking celebrate them, right? Then. Vaughny, I think, after the boys get a couple of beers, gone like, fuck it, let's just go back to mine. I've got a couple of TV dinners in the uh, <laughs> in the pantry. Fire up the microwave, yeah. <laughs> the electric barbie, and we'll just fucking rip in. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Now, you could say, why didn't they just stay in the sheds? Don't know if there's a microwave in there. They may not have, been, they may not have had any TV dinners. I'm just thinking outside the box no, here. No, no, I know. If I'm Paul, I'm in the safety of the sheds. You could Still probably, in the bubble. You could, you're in the bubble. You could get away with that. You're not going to get, you know... Accosted by police there. No. But a distinct lack of microwave, we've been led to believe. This is all alleged. All alleged. But Tom and I just taking this thing for a walk. I don't know why you'd have a microwave in the sheds unless it was after a grand final. Well, after a grand final, they're shipped in because, as we all know, the best thing after a grand final win is a nice microwave roast. (laughs) You know, you can get a whole fucking chook in some (laughs) microwaves. You know what I mean? You get a whole chook in there. Few veggies, perfect. 
Bing, bing, bing. That's even got a roast setting. Ding, ding, ding. It'll just fucking go for three hours and you get out a beautiful steam and chook. And some, and you know, you bit of pumpkin, bit of potato. Get, that thing yeah, get on with it. Yeah, warm up gravy in a fucking yeah, yeah, microwave. Yeah, rip Look, in. that's what that's what they should have done, but they didn't. No. Now, if Paul was a thinker, and I'm not accusing him of not being, but I sort of am, <laughs> he should have nipped home and got the microwave and brought it back. Yes, exactly, because he could. He could have. Right. You go home, pick up the microwave. The white, the missus there going, "What's this, mate? Couple of TV dinners in the sheds. <laughs> Just beat the Warriors. I don't know if you saw." <laughs> Um, should have done that. Didn't do that, and that's on that's on uh, that's on him. But now, th- how many players are out, Dave? They're looking at like is it upwards um, of twelve? Well, there's, I think there's thirteen that were involved. Jesus Christ, um, that's a right on side. Sorry, uh, big dick players. Um, at le- so it says at least twelve. They've named eleven of them. Do you want me to read them? Yes. Yeah. Paul Vaughan, Josh Maguire, Jack Bird, Blake Laurie, Corey Norman, Matt Dufty, Gerard Beal, Josh Kerr, Daniel Alvaro, Zach Lomax, and Kate Ellis. Bro, that's a fuckload that's of like starting That's like the best team. players. If yeah. you said go through the list of the Warriors and pick out blokes that love a TV dinner, the Dragon. Yeah, who loves a TV dinner for the Dragon? Hundred percent. They're they're all your main culprits there. Yes. Um, police arrived at nine forty p.m. Okay. Fuck. So they were just getting after. And what? And what? What happened? Is there a so, report? Yeah. So it says police spoke to four men at the house. Um, doesn't say which four. Just gives their ages. They were all given directions. Well, what's their ages? 21, 24, 25, and 29. Okay, so Paul Vaughan would be 29. No, no, no. But the, no, no, no. That's our guests at the party. It says police spoke to the residents, 30-year-old man, 29-year-old okay. woman. Yeah. And then four men, those guys, were all given directions to leave and return home. $1,000 fines. Paul Vaughan, $10,000 fine. Oh. Um, and I think... That's Paul, a lot of dough. Yeah, and they're probably going to come down harder NRL-wise on Paul Vaughan because he breached the bubble last year as well. Yeah, Paul so Vaughan's in some... Oh, he's got history. Yeah, yeah, dude, he yeah. breached the bubble last year. It was it was minor, but he was breaching the bubble anyway. Yeah, but, but also he breached... Uh, sorry, he breached it by attending a cafe and he didn't sign in under his own name. So he was like... Oh, so he was trying to yeah, do it. Yeah, it was, yeah. Silly. Silly boys. You are relatively known. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's uh look, it's not it's not the smartest move. You're not it's why they don't hire like huge people in espionage because they they pop out. Yeah, 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 it's very obvious. You're not very clandestine. Yeah, he doesn't just blend in Paul Vaughan. Um Was there someone caught running? Well, I don't think so, but from the pieces I can fit together here, considering they only spoke to four men. Yes. But there were eleven or twelve at the party. Yes. You would imagine some were over the back fans. Yeah. And fucking hot and moving out of there. Yeah. And moving. Moving quick. Yeah. I mean, you know what though? In like positive for TV them, dinner TV in the pocket. <laughs> well, TV dinners, yeah, they filled their pockets with TV dinners. <laughs> but also like a TV dinner probably you, you can run for a while after a TV dinner. You know, you probably got a bit of energy. Yeah, you can. Even if you've just played 85 minutes. Even if you've just played 85 minutes, TV dinner will probably help you get back to fucking playing condition. Uh, and so they've bailed. Did, did you say someone found a wallet or some shit? Or like, yeah, so they is that found, reported? That was reported. They found Corey Norman's wallet there. At the house? At the house, but he wasn't there Like when the police were looking through the I place. I mean, I'm, look, I'm just going to say this. How do we not know that Vaughny hasn't accidentally picked up Corey's wallet in the sheds? I mean, how It could be know? an intimacy. Intimus- could innocent. be an innocent mistake. Very innocent. Oh, Corey's left his wallet. Maybe Corey was sitting at home going, fuck, I've lost my wallet. Like, uh, I just think of our mate Hamish Street. 
One of us has always got his wallet because he always leaves it somewhere. Like, is Corey got a bit of Hamish Street about him? Potentially. Corey hit the field goal to win it, and then he's gone, oh, you know, just like a lot of fanfare and excitement in the sheds, and he's gone, oh, fuck, I've gone home without my wallet. He's just gone home without his wallet after a famous win. After a famous win. After icing the game. And Paul Vaughan's there with it at his house. Well, Paul's taking it home because he's like, well, I'll give this to Corey tomorrow at the the bloody warm down at the the, the the ice pass or whatever, yeah. And now Corey's embroiled in something that he has nothing to do with, potentially. Oh, look, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be getting my ducks in a line before I went after Corey like that. Same, I wouldn't be. Particularly after he won the game for him. Yeah, I wouldn't be coming at Corey unless you know for sure what's going on. I did video footage, Tom. A hundred percent. Now, uh, would you? Do you think it's reasonable if you are one of the like three players in the team that didn't get a bait to this thing? Seems like the whole side was there except for. Well, is it was it about them getting a bait? Maybe they were good boys and girls. Boys. Maybe that's true. Boys, it's a male sport. Well, it's a male team. Um, well, I mean, you know, there's other members, staff. That's Maybe true. they didn't there get a bait. Team. It does say there were men and women there. There you go. Okay, so it was a party. It said um, neighbors said people started arriving at about three thirty or four p.m. with slabs of beer. So they weren't even trying to be discreet. So hang on, was this the day after? Um, they played at six o'clock, Saturday. Yeah, it's uh, the next day. Been... So this is just like a come round for a Barbie. This isn't an after game drinks at all. This is a this is a barbecue in the afternoon. This is a premeditated TV dinner or a premeditated well, no. Sunday roast. Uh, Saturday, yeah, right? Yeah, Saturday, Saturday. yeah, yeah. Because Dragons had the sixth game on Friday, yeah. It's a Saturday Arvo. Oh, that's bold. That is as bold as it gets. That's actually... You can sort of understand at the high, the dizzying highs of a win. Off the back of a win against the Warriors. Like, we'd piece that all together for them. Yeah. Now I'm struggling to fucking support. I can't, really I can't get this. around a Saturday afternoon roast, no. Tom. It's harder to get around. It's flagrant. Yeah, that is a, it's a flagrant roast. Um, interesting. Sorry, Matt, you've just arrived with the coffees. We'll allow you to come in here. <laughs> Standing there. Oh, the, Jesus Christ, I forgot. I was like, what are all they for? Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. They had oat, I'm guessing. Perfect. <laughs> all right, let's try this oat. Thank you. Large oat cap. Thank you, mate. Rece- receipt. Thank you very much. No, re- no, no receipt. Bro, I don't mind a note. I don't mind that. It's not bad, is it? I don't love it, but maybe I'm like... I'm tr- let it grow on you. You've only had one sip. No, no, let me just try. <laughs> let me cleanse my palate here with some water and then just try my strong Jeez. cap. Cleanse it with some... It's like a bloody smorgas tasting board. Well, I just want to make sure because it tastes nice. It tastes a little bit stronger. And I'm wondering if it's like, oh, I can taste more coffee because there's not as much milk and this oat shit's sort of weird. Is the oat less overpowering? Yes, than, yeah. that's it what is. I'm. Th- it's it's like still you're tasting creamy. more coffee there. It's creamy, but it's less. Like sometimes, if they f- put it this way, I started getting strongs because I found that the milk was so overpowering mm. that you could barely taste the coffee sometimes. Yeah. Look, this to be honest, in terms of strength, there's a bit of a much of a muchness there, but I'm gonna I'm gonna persevere with the oat. Um. Because, you know, experience is the spice of life. I don't know if that's the saying, but we'll give it a go. It is. That is um, a saying. <clears throat> anyway, thank you, Matt, for the coffees. Um, and thank you to the Dragons for providing 
just a delightful little... Well, look, I think I speak for all punters and all dribblers, Tom, when I say that as a community, we were probably starved of, of a scandal yeah. for a little while, and I yeah. think we needed one. And as always, the rugby league gods deliver a scandal when we most need it. Yep. Origin is, was a, you know Origin unless you're a New South Wales fan Origin's just been an absolute like you know it hasn't it's been a bit of a non-event in the sense it's just been smashings right yep. so like poundings Tom it's been hard for the journos to write much about you know it's just all about how fuck Queensland are but now the Dragons step up and go well hold on what about if we get thirteen of our fucking best players over to a, to Paul Vaughan's place for a Saturday roast mm. would that do the do would the that job? do the job? Why, yes, it would. Why, would that yes, fill the ticket? Now, um, they are potentially going to be fucking... I would be cr- surprised if they aren't all suspended for at least a while. Not only from like a punishment standpoint, but I think just purely on COVID rules, they have to be like fucking isolating for 14 days or some shit to, to then like know their suite to come back. I think because there were people outside of the bubble at the place. I think they'll take a leaf out of New South Wales health, won't they? Whatever. Yeah, but there's like protocols within the NRL to like that they need to satisfy to make sure this shit doesn't like so that they don't. If they if one of them had if there was COVID at that party, that then they don't go and bring it back into the NRL, whether it's officials or blah 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 blah. So the the possibility, Edward, is that uh, in. A little over two, or a little under two weeks' time, Friday, I believe, will be the date. Manly take on the Dragons. Uh, is it at Brookvale? I think it might be. Yeah. Um, and they might have no players. And I mean, like, just based on recent fucking history, that could be the first fucking 100 plus, Manly 100 plus. I'm not ruling out, based on what you've just said, Tom, Manly. At least a hundred nil. Now, the smart punter would be on the on the blower to blue bet. Now, going, I'm I'm prepared to roll the dice. Yeah, players or not, hundred nils on the cards. I think. Do you know what's pretty cooked for them as well? Is that not just those players that are out, but Ben Hunt, Tarek Sims. Is that all their Origin players? But anyway, those two would have played two nights before in Origin. Yes, yeah, so, so they couldn't even play either. I'm liking the oat milk. Um, they won't be able to play either, yeah. or they might have to play. Yeah, they might. They have might to. have to back up. But either way, they'll be you know broken. So up. Ben Hunt and Tarek Sims not there, or McCulloch, or McCulloch. Well, if if McCulloch pick, gets picked, yeah. smart though. That's but, a, yeah, uh, that's an Origin head. Yeah. They know the they know the fucking the pitfalls of a, of a well, roast oh, dinner. Yeah. You know what? Uh, I'm not going to go and have a, a fucking TV dinner at. Paul Vaughan's house, I'm going to go and get 30 grand to play one Origin game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, well, I guess that could move us on to State of Origin a little bit, Eddie, and the New South Wales team. The, the, the Queensland team might get uh, announced this morning, Dave, while we are here. Yeah, I'll keep on. Um, <laughs> I hope it does. I hope it does. But what Interesting, do we make? Tom. So, Luai and Cleary both out, uh, which is not great, obviously. Um, but... What do you make of our new halves pairing in Mitchell Moses and Jack Jackie Boy Whiten? I understand. Well, I think I probably would have gone. This is just me, punters and dribblers. Based on what we've seen with Penrith and the success that we've had in picking club halves and club club combinations, mm-hmm. I think I probably would have gone with Reynolds and Walker. Yep. 
And Cam White at 14. And Cam White. Um, Kept White at 14 because he's a fucking beast and he can play basically any position on the park. Yep. Like he could he could he could play in the back row, he could play hooker if you wanted to, you can play him at fullback, you can play him anywhere in the back line. Mm-hmm. I think he's just a more dynamic 14 than an Appy Corusau, who yep. they've picked, for example. Um but I like the club combinations. Then you can also, if you wanted to literally mirror what they did with Penrith, you could play Cam Murray at 13. Yeah. And move fucking Yo to an edge, who I'm sure would still do a job. So, like, that's probably what I would have done. They haven't done that. They've upgraded Jack White, and I understand he's been in the camp. He was a Dallium fucking medalist last year. I think he'll rip and tear when he gets his chance. Although... Haven't been blown away with him in the past. Look, so far this year, he hasn't been setting the world on fire. Listen, first off, I agree with you. I would have gone with Walker and Reynolds for all of the reasons you just explained. I also don't think you would have needed to have moved Cam Murray to 13 to like get him in, in the spine or thing. Like, I think if no, you I'm had, just, but I'm just no, saying no, you no, could have. But I'm just saying if you want to just minimize shuffle, right? And all you have to do is just go, all right. Walker and Reynolds in the halves, then you've still got Hook at Hook. Cook at um, Hooker. At Hooker, not Cook at Hooker. Uh, oh, sorry, not Hook at Cooker. Um, <laughs> so you've got, you've got Cook at nine. Yep. You've got Cam Murray in the back row. Mm. You've got Luttrell in the fucking centres. Yep. And then you've got the two boys there in the halves. I just feel like, to me, to me, I just didn't see what the I don't I haven't had it explained to me, which I'm happy to have done at some point this week, how the White and Moses combination is a better combination than Walker and Reynolds, who have played Origin before. Now, this is the hardest pairing we've got, and I, you know what? As New South Welshman, I fucking get down and dirty for my for my halves for my players. So, you know, I'm Team Mitch. I'm Team Jack. I look. I was always Team Jack. <coughs> Mitch, I've been a little bit maybe indifferent on in terms of like whether he's uh, cut from the cloth. Well, look, Tom and I are big on whether or not you're cut from the origin cloth. Now, what does that mean? Well, it means can you fucking perform on the biggest stage there is? Yes or no? Like the bright lights are on. When the bright lights are on and the fucking ships are down, do you get up and do you rip and tear for your state? It's pretty simple. Now, I have concerns, Tom, as I know you will share around Mitch Moses' ability to handle the bright lights. I, I draw concern from his inability to ice around 17 game in front of no fans. I think, I think to myself, does that sort of form translate to the Origin Arena? Possibly not. Now, obviously we've iced the series, so there's less pressure, but let us remind the punter and the dribbler that the opportunity to sweep doesn't come around very often. No, we it's haven't like, swept it's like since Haley's Comet. Like Haley's Comet, but a little bit more regular, but in the same <laughs> in the same vein as Haley. I think Haley's on what, seventy six year seventy five, seventy six? Well done, Ed. I'm fucking good, people. Did you just deal that though? Because that was yeah. quick as well. Yeah. Well done. Good from you, good from me, good from us. So it's not quite that long, but still 21 fucking years is long for a New South Welshman. I just, I look at this as an opportunity to inflict pain, potentially generational pain. And I don't want to fuck it because, oh, we, you know, Mitch could be the, could be the guy if Nathan's out. Well for Lebanon when he was under Freddie. Now listen, we got to stop though. We got to stop ourselves right now because we're being negative. No, uh, but we just, I need to vent. Yes. Before I can heal. That's true. You need to explain yourself. You need to you know express yourself. And so, I've got also got to be honest with the pun on the dribble. Yeah, we can't be up here and just be like, 
gung-ho bullshit. We never lie. That's one thing we don't do. No. Never have, never will. And obviously, that would be the concern, is Mitch, for me. That's where the concern comes. Is Mitch cut from the cloth? Is Mitch up for it? Is he up to it? Adam Reynolds can kick his dick off. And I am trying to work out how much of my concern about Mitch is to do with my deep-seated disdain for Parramatta. And I'm sure it has something to do with it. I'm sure there's an element of that there. And if you're honest with yourself and you, you know, you take the time to, uh, you know, to audit your thoughts and your emotions like I do regularly, maybe it's just that I hate Parramatta more than I hate probably any other team other than the Dragons. Uh, Possibly. Well, I would say this to you. I would say this to you, Tom. And this is what calms me. It makes me feel much better about the situation. In Freddie, we trust. Yeah. IFWT. You know what I mean? In Freddie, we trust. And if Freddie, if this is if this is what Freddie sees as the, the recipe for success, then who am I to fucking, to nabra him? Correct. You, we are not in any place to nabra Fred uh, based on his selection. How many Origins did he win as a player? Fuckloads, I believe. Four or five? Number. I think the number is fuckloads. Um, won a couple of prams. He's won three or four as coach. I mean, you, no one on this planet is in any fucking position to nabra the great Freddie Fitler. No. And if he's if he's called Moses and White as the men, then they're the men for us. They're the men for us. And I think it's also worth remembering, Edward, that you could probably put you and me in the halves, and we just have Tommy and Trell outside. Uh, mate, it's pretty simple. Look, let's 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 be honest. The fucking halves job is a fucking cakewalk. All you got to do is shift the cunt left or right, and you're home and hose. Yeah, try it. Shift the cunt. Do you know right, what I mean? Try it. Shift the cunt right. Yeah, try it. yeah. I mean, it's it's probably the easiest gig in world sport. No offense. So I'm not terribly worried about no. it. No, not when you've got two thoroughbreds, two of the most thoroughbredest thoroughbreds of all time. Well said. Well said. <laughs> now I am also. Pleased for Appy Coruscant that he's going to get an Origin jersey. Because I like Appy. I think he's a good player. I, again, Looks good in blue. He looks, looks good really good in blue. Looks really good in blue. I'm not 100% sure what... Like... Utility value provides? Well, as in like... So he's a hooker. I'm sure he can play back row. He could he, play in the halves if you wanted him to. He's played half before. He's played half before. But like he's not a... Like he's not a Jack White in utility half. Right? Like... Well, he's not a Nico Hines. He's not a dude. Mm. Nico Hines. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you want to talk about blood in the next fucking next stock? I'm yeah. like, what's who's Nico got to suck off to get a fucking spot on the bench? Obviously, Freddie. Well, because that 14 wasn't that going to be Pappenhausen's spot yeah. as well? Yeah. Uh, Nico Hines um, now better than Pappenhausen based on current form. Like well, at like oh, yeah. their, like at their, at their fucking top end. Nico's got a bit more about him as a ball player, bro. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually... Sorry I said it. Yeah, as a utility, I kind of... Sorry I, I said it. Yeah. Cam Davis, Australian. Look got at up. this. It's going to be a good day, punters and dribblers. Aussie just got up in the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Cam Davis, no one knows who he is. He's got a flesh-coloured beard like Matt. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I fucking... Like, if you're the Sharks and you're watching Nico, you must just be... Like, Sharks fans, you must just be fucking... Full blooded, let down pencil. to the public toilets, man. Yeah, you exactly. know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, dude, like that is that is uh, he is killing it, and I actually 
Yeah, I would have had him possibly before Appy in there. I'm happy for Appy. Of course. But big fans of Appy. Big fans of Appy. But, you know, I think that Nico would have been a better option. Potentially. Potentially. Well, he's just, he offers more if, in in terms of if someone goes down, which is pretty much the role of the 14. Yeah, yeah. Or at least the role of our 14. Because you could, um, it's just, look, yeah, he's just, he's, and he's also, Probably well, not probably in better form. His his stats for the season um, are fucking crazy, absolutely crazy. And unless unless Freddie like, unless Freddie's plans to sort of fucking to go a little bit uh, Smith, um, Grant Grant on them. But I think the reason that works so well is because Brandon Smith goes into the second row at that point, and he's a gun second row. All he can also play well. front row. Brandon yeah, Smith. that's yeah, true. Exactly. Yeah, that is true. I don't know. Who knows what Freddie's thinking, but he's thinking something. He's definitely thinking something, and he better be thinking sweep. Well, I know he's thinking sweep. No, he's thinking sweep. Of course he is. Freddie lived through the eight years like the rest of us. Yeah, he's thinking sweep. He knows what a sweep Um, will mean for the state. Yeah, definitely will. Definitely does. Particularly, and I mean, he'll, he'll, he'll go, look, you know, biggest city in New South Wales in lockdown, the people need a sweep. Yeah, they do. They need a sweep. We need a fucking sweep, the people. So... Sweep we will, and sweep we better. Correct. They have named the Queensland team. Oh, Ooh, this will be fun. Yeah. Tell me Gagai and Cape are in the centres, uh, <laughs> no, please. No, no, no. no, no, no. no. All right, so Kalen Ponga, fullback. He fucking he's ripped back. on the weekend, yeah. dude. Oh, he's a ripper and terror. He ripped. Um, he frightens me. Val Holmes and Xavier Coates. Thank yep. you, Xavier. Yeah. Like, why they got rid of Xavier? Kyle Feltz, obviously, they're their, on the way of the they're their two. They're yeah. their two best wingers they can pick by a country mile, yeah. I reckon. Yeah. Cole felt gone the way of the cassette. They've gone, oh, this actually isn't relevant in 2021. Well, no disrespect. Yeah. It's like as an artist, you release all your music on cassette and you are, you know, perplexed as to why no, no one one's fucking bought your them. Shit. Yeah. Wait, what? And that's, again, with the greatest respect to Carl Felt, but he's not up. He just it doesn't look like he's... Well, he's a cassette, Tom. He's a cassette. <laughs> I've got Spotify now. Yeah, he might have been a good player in the 90s. Sure he would have been. When cassette was king. When cassette was king, but not when you've got fucking digital... Not in the digital world. Um, in the centres, Dane Gagai and Hamaso Tabuifido. The, the Hammer. Now, listen, the Hammer's sick. He's fucking good. I don't know what he's like defensively. He's mm. far like he's he's spark though, right? Like if the hammer gets in space. Did you see on the weekend the try he almost scored? Who'd the Cowboys play? Uh Knights. So the yeah. he he was he got the ball on the edge, like on the wing, mm. and Ponga has put a shot on him as he throws a chip kick in, the hammer. He gets bunted like five oh, meters yeah. out over the sideline, keeps his feet, keeps running. And then gets like, there's already a fullback coming to get the ball that he's kicked. Mm. And then he comes and he fucking burns past the fullback who's coming across, gets back into the field of play, gets the ball. And then as he's putting it down, just his foot drags on the ground. Like the guy is a fucking Mm. like firecracker. He probably had to take like a 10 meter detour after he got bumped by Pong and still still managed to beat the the fullback to the ball. Man, I think, I think that's. Smart footy picking I, him. I like it. I mean, I am I am curious as to whether he's like got the defensive capabilities to handle a fucking Tommy. I'm, well, I'm but gonna, he's certainly got the like the spark. Yeah, look, I don't I don't watch enough fucking Cowboys games to know how he goes in terms of his ability to defend. I do know that we put fifty on him. That's all I do know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but we put fifty on everyone. I know we do. I so know do. you know. Um, anyway, okay. So the hammer in the centers. Um, halves, Monster Cherry Evans. Yep. Front row, Welch, Ben Hunt, and Josh Papali. Yep. Ben Hunt starting at hooker. 
I so think that's dropped, smart. I think is Ben Hunt rips at hooker. He doesn't mm. like it apparently, but he rips at hooker. He's fucking good at yeah. it, mate. And when he came on in game two, uh, he came, like the team looked better. No, yeah. mate. I think I don't, look. I don't know why they didn't start Ben Hunt at fucking hooker in the second game. I think he's their best option by a country mile. No offense, McCulloch, but like he is. Mm. Um, back row, Felice Cafusi and Kurt Capewell and mm. Jai Arrow at lock. Smart. Yeah. His side's yep. looking better now. Well, I mean, Tino, Tino, with the greatest respect, I thought looked bad, has looked bad in the first two games. Like, he was missing tackles, getting booked. Tino has dipped. He's, he has dipped a bit. Generally, I think. With the uh, greatest respect. I'm doing some math here, and my math says he was a lot better at the Storm than he was at the Titans. <laughs> That's that's some pretty and good math, um, I can't yeah. argue with the math. And that, that Fuck, math kind of applies, it seems like, for You're a lot of You're not a mathman, players. but you are a, a mathematician. Math <laughs> yeah, that's that's real mathematician stuff yeah. there. Not bad from you, mate. Yeah. Not bad from you. Uh, right. Carry on. Yeah. Uh, bench, AJ Brimson at 14. Yep. And then Tino, yep. Mo Fodawaker, David Fafida, who is facing a two-game suspension, yep. so he has to beat that to play. And then reserves, Francis Molo, Kurt Mann, and Thomas Flegler. Kurt Mann. Interesting. Man? He's yeah. a good, like, I guess, utility if you need yeah, to Yeah, I know, but I mean, it's, like, Kurt Mann Kurt hasn't exactly Man. been setting the world on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. Okay. Interesting. I like, I mean, I, I'm happy for Kurt Capewell to be given, like, a fucking, hey, Kurt, now we're going to allow you to play the position you actually play week to week. That side feels a lot more balanced to me. That's a better. It's a way better side. That's, that's the a best way better side. side. That felt, that yeah, good. easy. Uh, all season helps all when series. you got Ponga at the, in the one jersey. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. That's a dangerous side. And Ponga came back for the Knights and fucking ripped, dude. He ripped it. Who's Jairo, Capewell, and who in the back row? Felice Cafusi. Felice Cafusi. Yeah. yeah, they're all side. dependable players. Good it was side. More where like Tino mm. and Fafita. They haven't got themselves to the point where they're like dependable, reliable throbbers. They have greatness in them, and like big grain, it, like they're what How they're capable Tino? of. Tino be young, yeah, they're young. Like what, well, like Fafita's, what Tino oh, and what, I mean. what Tino and and Fafita are capable of would be greater than anything. Tino's twenty yeah, one. So yeah, yeah, there yeah. you go. But they're like what that what they're capable of. Definitely, Dave Fafita is better than any of the other back rowers for Queensland, right? 100%. But they just don't do it with a consistency. So bring them on as an impact player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. They don't rip and tear. They don't have the foot on the throttle the whole game. No. Um, I have also a little announcement that um, our mate Christian Welsh, who obviously uh, we smoked in this Origin bet, he I sent him a or like on Twitter, some one of the fucking dribblers tagged us in something that like Christian was just answering fucking. Um, he was just answering tweets from people, and someone was like, oh, are you a punter or a dribbler? And he's like, a dribbler, but fuck, you know, fuck those HSP dogs. They're so lippy, manly's up, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And then I was just like, "Where?" I was like, so have you got those tickets set aside for us to sit next to your mum and dad for game three? He was like, yeah, come on down. You just got to promise to wear neutral colours. So if we're allowed to... We'll go to Newey. Oh, fuck yeah, we'll go to Newey. But we just can't wear blue. Unless maybe... I can give you some Storm jerseys. I'm in a fucking glass. Are you t- what? I can't wear a <laughs> scarf. I don't know. Listen, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna not go based on neutral colours. But maybe we just wear our gang colours under our jumpers and then just take them off. I think we. Just, I'm just gonna wear a scarf. Like that's subtle enough. 
I'm not being avert for it. No, that's I mean? that's elegant and understated. That's elegant and understated. I'm not taking the piss, but also fucking repping my colours at Newcastle. Yeah, like, what the fair. fuck? That's fair. Or we could dye your eyebrows blue or something. Tasteful. Well, something t- well, something subtle, Tom. Yeah, something subtle and just like, as a, you know, something borrowed, something blue, like in the wedding sense. Like yeah, I'll do my eyebrows, you do eyebrows. your beard. Yeah, all my pubes. Uh, you don't have any? Don't have any, Manscaped. Uh, not a sponsor today. Um, <laughs> but still we rep you. We still rep you, promo code dribblers. Um... So yeah, we are going. Let's get well. Let's get on to Newcastle. That's almost locked in. I've, I'm hearing. I think so. I think that's a tremendous call. It's a tremendous call. Yeah, it'll be sick. Like, I like that they're taking these games. Obviously, they've been forced to, but there's something about having them at these like sort of like Random. regional towns yeah. that's fucking sick, dude. Newcastle will be heaving. Newcastle love fucking footy. Like Newcastle, just as a place, like it's a footy town. They're obsessed with footy. That's all they care about. They will be absolutely foaming at the butthole to get, uh, you know, game three, a potential sweep in Newcastle. Joey will be there. Fucking, you know. You know what I think they should do. I think that they should have a – so they've at the moment they've got like a three-neutral uh, ground rotation. It's like Melbourne, then it goes to Perth, then it goes to Adelaide. I think they make it a four-year rotation, and in the fourth year it goes to a, like a Townsville or a Newcastle or Canberra or something. Look, I don't mind that. I think, I think uh, Obviously, financially it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, but it's, it's one game every four years. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but if you're in the business mm. of making money... But it's not like... Then, but they move games to regional towns all the time. Not yeah. origin games, dude. No, I know, but it's it's like... It's it's the fucking Newcastle is still 35,000. It's not tiny. No, no, it's not tiny, but it's not 80,000. No, it's not. But I'm like, give back. That's yeah, what I'm saying. It doesn't back. need to always be about money, Tom. Yeah, yeah I, look, I get You've it. you got to give back I, to the people. I'd say that for regular season games, I think for your showpiece, for your crown jewel, for your, you know, your, uh, your magnum. What, every four years you've got a problem with it? I don't have a problem with anything. I'm just saying that if it's the showpiece event, you want to have it would four, be, It would be every eight years. You want to have the biggest stadium sold out completely with Blatchy's Blues and fucking... But you still get everywhere. that. You still get that. Yeah, but... And it's not like they're not going to make a profit. There's always a game at ANZ. There's always a game at Suncorp. Always. Look, I'm not saying no. I'm also not the decision maker, though I do have the ear of the king. I'm just saying... <laughs> You know. Look, do we sit on his right? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Um, but look, so if all goes to plan, we will be there sitting next to Christian Welsh's parents for game three, which will be funny as We far. also might get a limo up there. No, we definitely will get a limo up there. We In fact, we will, will get a limo up and there with the Pride Boys and then yeah, they yeah. can watch at the pub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a couple of TV dinners. We definitely get a limo up there. Yeah, yeah, no, we definitely get a limo up there for sure. And unfortunately, Dave, there won't be a ticket for you, but you can ride in the limo. You with can us. come in the limo. You can film Thank it, you, and yeah. then you can watch it on your phone and sit in the limo. And, and you, then... but you're also welcome to buy your own ticket and sit by yourself. <laughs> That's also possible <laughs> if we can arrange for uh, a ticket for you to buy for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for including me. Yeah, no, no you're included in the limo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also, you actually might get you to drive the limo. <laughs> dress him up in a limo, drop his outfit. <laughs> but he doesn't. He just sits in the. He just sits in the back with us. But he's yeah. He's hundred percent, and he opens the door for us and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then after the game, I'm waiting with a sign. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yes, dude, that's great. But again, you're not driving. No, 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 you don't <laughs> drive. no. But you open the door for us. You definitely open the doors for us. Yeah. Um, 
And what you've got to actually do, though, is he's got to get out, close the door, and then open it again for us. You know what I mean? He can't yeah. just, like, get it out for it. You know what of I mean? course, <laughs> bro. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? It's got to be done properly. Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah, for yeah. aesthetic. He's got to get out, run around to our side, and open yeah. our door. God, I hope we're out of lockdown. I know, dude. Fuck, know. I'm getting... I'm like, now... When is that? Oh, it's, Friday. It's not that long away. No, well, so it's next it's, Wednesday. Yeah, like... Like, is lockdown going to end on Friday when they said it is? I don't know. I don't so, a lot so. of people don't think it will. That's so shit. Let's see. We'll see. Pray to the gods of rugby league. Pray to the gods of rugby league that we get to do this. Other rugby league issues, Eddie, topics, things to, to cover off on. Oh, hold on. We got a response from <laughs> Lloyd of the Stars. Okay, good. Oh, so I've been now, waiting for this. This was obviously from the start where we were talking about what's criminally more frowned upon, smoking a bong in a public toilet or having a schwack uh, in a public toilet. Again, nowhere near like... Fuck I don't think we need to preface well, that. Well, he said it, dude. He put it in my head. <laughs> uh, all right. Excellent, excellent question. Would depend <laughs> on the circumstances. For instance, masturbating in a public toilet would be considered worse if you're in the toilets adjacent to a playground. Great point. If it was a public toilet in a pub, it would probably be worse with the bong. I'd advise against both. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he gets paid for. That's what he gets paid, That's what he gets paid the big bucks. But if one of the P's and D's had an itch that needed a scratch, <laughs> I'm happy to represent. The masturbating in a public toilet would be met with a more severe penalty. Public indecency judged harsher under the law than possession of an illegal substance. These are the type of questions <laughs> that get me up on a Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, punters and dribblers. Look, they put it to bed. Advise against both, but but if you're going to do one, smoke the bomb. Smoke the bomb. There um, you go. There you go. Look, he's, look, he earns his money. I'll Free give legal it. advice for the punter and the dribbler. We pay for that advice. But like, he does earn his. He does earn ten, his money. Some people said to us, ten grand a month. You don't even fucking need him. We're like, bro, we need him. We clearly need him. We need him. Clearly, we, need, we didn't know what to do there. Now we just smoke bongs in public toilets. Just pay for itself. That month's paid for. That month's just paid for. Um, Eddie, on the weekend uh, that, that just passed... Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Manly yep. scored 66 unanswered points in a game of rugby league football to um, basically set a club record. The most points we've ever scored. Ruben Garrick, of hottest player in rugby league fame... Equaled Manly's highest ever points in his individual game at 30. He scored 30 fucking points. To go with his 28 points last week. Manly also has now gone 50 points consecutive, three consecutive weeks. Now, the snack, Ruben Garrick, fun fact for those playing along at home, he's the most, he's got the highest points in the NRL. Yep. But he's also the second highest point scorer in Supercoach. So he's having one of the fucking great seasons all time. Really? Is yeah, he the yeah, second yeah. highest? In, so is he worth a fuckload in Supercoach He's worth now? a fuckload as a winger. He's worth like 800 grand. Is he? Something like that. Dior. Fucking oath, Rude. But the snack... Uh, now, the punters and dribblers might be sitting at home going, well, how the fuck's he done that? How do you fucking think he's done that? He put a P's and D's hat on his head. The rugby league gods smile upon him. And now he's ripping and fucking tearing. Yeah. And... That and he's also just re-signed with the club. He has. He, Ruben re-signed, Brad re-signed, Kepi re-signed. Yeah. So we're building something real good. But he um he scored twenty eight 
points last week and then so he scored 50 fucking eight eight points thank you maths i was like wait i'm about to have a fucking panic attack here as i can't add 58 points in two weeks top of the fucking thing tommy turbo scores three saab scores three dude i tell you what absolutely uh broke my heart not to get negative in this game but the referee the bunker robbing us of one of the greatest fucking rugby league moments when Tommy Turbo Turns. passes to Burbo for his first try mm. in the NRL and they take it back 400 fucking metres for some ob- obscure, obscure obstruction, which it wasn't even an obstruction. It wasn't an obstruction. Averillo could still get to him. Look. By the letter of the law, he ran Fuck off, Dave. The play wasn't impeded. The play wasn't impeded. Fuck That you. should be an obstruction. Was 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 Avarillo ever going to make the tackle? He still no. got well, to him though. They passed the ball. Do you want to go back to like discretion being called in those, or are you happy with black and white rules? You know, discretion, discretion. Really? Yeah. Yes. That's never ended up well in the past. Well, it would have ended up well in that situation. Look, now fucking... now we don't have Burbo. Like they'll show that for millennia. They would have. They would have showed that for millennia, Dave. And that's thousands of years. Because millennia confuses me, and it sounds like millions, but it's actually thousands. thousands. Well, yeah. in, in in well, a, a millennium punters and dribblers was from like the year one thousand to the year two thousand. Yeah, thousand years. But it's confusing, right? Because I but I said millennia, which is plural. So you could get a thousand millenniums together, and you got a million years. That's a great point. You could, you could, you could, or a hundred millenniums. Yeah, you could. Pack no, a thousand millenniums. You could pack thousand thousand million. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could package together a th- package together a thousand millennia. Well, I'm just what I'm saying is. <laughs> Tom, if I'm packaging up highlights of the greatest game of all, mm. and it includes the Burbo try on de- like his Not debut like try, his debut try, try yeah. from his brother under the post in the Manly's biggest win all time, I think they show that for a thousandth millennia, a millennia, which is a million years, a millennia, millennia. Uh, it's it was just such a good moment, and I was watching it at home, and I was smiling, I was crying, I was hugging Steph, I was hugging Evie, I was hugging the cat. Look, the people, the people were hugging, and then there wasn't there wasn't a rugby league fan alive that wasn't moved by that. Except moment. for this piece of well, shit no. here, Dave. You didn't find that moving? No, no, no. You fucking point, heartless, I, cold I psychopath. At that, point, at that point in the game, because that try was right off the kickoff after you just scored another try, it was like, oh shit, like this isn't even a game anymore. No. This is just oh, it wasn't a game. Flopping their hog out. Even yeah. Hugh Allerton of Bull. Dogs fan fame of Osus Rose was fame. moved. He was he was to- he was crying. Yeah, well, it's probably because his team was down. By no, he was so moved by the moment he wept. Did he have our rose? No, didn't have it. No, what a piece of shit. With the greatest respect, obviously. Ed Hattersley, if you listen, Ed Hattersley, Hugh Allerton. Uh, there is a contract out on your heads for rose, not murder, just rose. <laughs> um. Where am I? I'll I'll tell you where we are. Jason Saab. Jason Saab. Jason Saab. Scored three tries. The last one where I believe it was Daly Cherry Evans of form halfback in the competition fame chipped over just to his wing and he just, it just bounces up. He's just so silky and smooth. I think if it comes down to it, he's faster than Adokar. I was watching him when he scored that third try and I thought to myself, what does this remind me of? 
and then it came to me. It was during the super suit era in swimming mm. where they basically turned into fucking seals for yep. like a hot minute. <laughs> and then, you know, the head honchos at fucking world swimming were like, ooh, this is getting really etched. Like, yeah, these guys this is supposed to be human races, not seal races. Yeah, this is now. Like- and they removed the suit. I worry at some points for, for the future of Saab in the game because he might be too quick. So he, is, he might be a seal. Equivalent. Equivalent. Yeah, well, like a seal on land. Yeah. But like... <laughs> a land seal. A land seal. Like, it, does the NRL at some point have to, like, try and curtail the land seal? I, I think <laughs> a seal's not, in effect, sea lions. So would a land sea lion just be... Seals are not sea lions. They're of the same family. Sure, they might be the same family. I don't think a seal is a sea lion, are they? Some seals are. The Galapagos fur seal is actually a sea lion. Well, I mean, you've got that fucking computer, the access to the world, so you're. Gonna... I knew that from when I went. No, to No, yeah, I could see that was in your brain. That wasn't. That brain. was a, that was a fact you just that dropped there. Yeah. But seal, sea lion, are they common ancestors? It's like pikelet, crate, pancake <laughs> situation. The difference is sea lions have like more have like Heft? more no 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 have more flexible more like, mongrel um, thingies like. <laughs> Fucking, what do you call it? Sea lions got mongrel. Uh, a bit more fin. Flippers, like, yeah, yeah. They dorsal, can, like, not dorsal fin, you're flippers. Yeah, flippers. They can manoeuvre themselves on land and stuff. A seal is essentially just like a log of... Yeah, yeah. Of like, when yeah, I like, said land seal, I obviously meant as quick as a seal is in water, but on land. Yes, that's yeah. what we're saying. I'm not talking not, about a fucking... Land, like, seals on land are shit out. Yeah, <laughs> seals on land are nut truckers. No, yeah. exactly. That's not what we're about here. That's we're what just I'm saying about. as fast as a seal in water... On land. On land. And Never. even then, we might be we might be dudding Saab because I'm sure there are quicker animals in the ocean than a fucking seal. But he is a seal equivalent because it works. Look, you know what we mean. You know what we mean. And all I'm saying is I hope they don't do that to him. No. Toa Fafoa, two tries. First try, then a second try. Mm. That would have been paying well. Imagine Manly 66 plus at the start of the fucking – getting on that. 66 plus. I think you can only do 50 plus. Oh, really? But well, you can do to nil. So you'd go 50 plus into hold, hold their hold opposition, the opposition to nil. Scores. We're Cri- now into fifth as well, Eddie. We jumped the roosters. We did. We you're did. Welcome. Entrenched. Well, in, you're welcome. We would have fucking got there anyway. We scored 66 points. Well, we put 46 points on the roosters. Look, it's all by the by. We all know where Manly's headed. It's to the grand final, first weekend on October. Like, we all know. We all know. So let's just. Let's just bow it. Yeah. If you didn't know, now you know, okay? So suck it. For all of those fucking losers out there that were paying us out, yeah. you, you get what you fucking sowed, mate. Yeah. You, you know reap what, I mean? what you sow. Yeah. Well, you get it. Yeah. You, you get, get it. You get what you sow. You get it. You um, get it. Now you know, though. Yeah. This week we play the Raiders, who look like shit, so that's good. Yep. Sticky's lost it. Sticky officially lost it. Um... Sticky has lost it. Like, Sticky was broken in that. Lots of fans leaving with 20 minutes to go. Down I, at GIO Stadium. You're like, Jesus Christ. I was looking at the ladder. Are they third last? Um, they are fourth last because Tigers just got pumped. Like grand final to preliminary final to third last. fucking fourth last. I, I, was, if, I was saying this to my mate. Shout out to uh, Mark Roddy, who is a diehard Raiders fan. I believe his old man played for the Raiders back in the day. Um, I don't think I reckon if you're I reckon the Raiders fans are probably having the worst 2021 of any fan in the competition because like they for many of us I predicted them in the grand final like as a smoky I think many people did and 
not only are they not going to be in the grand final, like they suck. Like as a, if you're in the bottom eight, right, your teams, you were never probably expecting grand finals uh, for your team this year. For the Raiders, not only did you expect that, and not only are they not delivering, but the club's imploding. Everyone's fucking, everyone's leaving. Ricky's fucking meltdown central. It's bloody nuclear, you know, uh, nuclear meltdown in Canberra. Yeah, like your, your season's fucked. It's not just a like, oh, we're not going as well. It's like the season is fucked. At what point do, do uh, the government, Tom, need to consider like a Chernobyl-style fucking concrete tomb just to put over Canberra just in case? Well, I mean, you could do an exclusion zone. Or do you think, like, in the Simpsons movie where they put the big glass case over Springfield? Is that well, you know, like, like, do you know, for, to keep the radiation in at Chernobyl, they built, like, a giant concrete fucking tomb. Dome, sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. That's been upgraded a couple of times since. I'm just sort of like, do we get ahead of this thing? Do we build, like, a pyramid, over, one of the great pyramid over the whole of Canberra and yeah. just have it, like, entombed in a pyramid? And they, then you're also getting, a, like, a... a Something like a to go and look at as well. Yeah, and there's like a little door. And yeah. You can come in and out if like it's not advised. Well, but you've like, got clearance, but it's like you probably only people from Canberra are allowed to go in. And you'd have to be wearing PPE, like hazmat suit. 100%. Stuff, yeah. 100%. But then once inside, like there's sort of like an artificial sun and you, you know, you've still got your fucking, your, your, your great design city and you can still drive around in circles Boy, and there's still big roundabouts and shit. Like that's still all there, but it's just, it's just entombed. Yeah, right? it's just covered in a huge pyramid. And it's like, don't go here because a meltdown... It, a meltdown is happening at some point, right? Like, we know this. It's just. Or are we watching one now? Is he melting down in front of our very eyes? Yeah, but, it, mm. but like, it's, I think it's that point where it's like the signs are being ignored by the technicians at Chernobyl. It's yes. like, these are signs that, that uh, you know, can't be... Rec- like, it's gotten beyond the point of saving it. Yes. So we're just waiting now for it to explode. Well, I but think, meltdown is yeah. imminent. Well, yeah, there's two um, possibilities happening. Obviously, a slow meltdown, which is what's happening... Which is different to a explosion, which is what happened at Chernobyl, which could be triggered at any moment. That's it. But if it doesn't happen, the meltdown will just continue. The meltdown will continue till the yeah. explosion. Does happens. that make sense, punters yeah. and dribblers? I think so. Good, good. Poor old Ricky. Poor, Poor old Ricky. Poor old stick. Um, but we take them on. They'll look. We won't have Turbo and Daily, but they won't have White nor Papali. Not that that seemed to make a difference, even when they did have them. With the greatest respect. Um, so that's Thursday. That's a Thursday night game for us, Manly v. the Raiders. Is it? Yep. What, after Origin? You sure it's no, not Friday? No, this Thursday. This oh, Thursday. this Thursday. Sorry. Sorry. And then next Friday we play the Dragons. Yeah, I'm we'll with you. Seven I'm with you. Players. I'm with you. Um, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, now, also, the uh, obviously, it's, a, it's an initiative via one of the rivals of our great sponsors in Bluebet, Sportsbet have got the try July thing going on where like all the players are doing try celebrations and uh, I think for every try celebration it's like five grand goes to Mossy Masoy who's the footy player who injured his neck in the Super League mm. and has kind of made an amazing recovery he was told he'd never walk again but is now sort of able to walk to some degree but his recovery's fucking by no means over and I don't know whether he's ever fully getting back to like you know being able to get around like a fully able person mm. but Five grand for every try donated to him, which is a great initiative. We're seeing a shitload of try celebrations. Uh, Manly, now again, not a maths guy. Did we get a celebration 
after every single try in that game. Did Manly do a celebration after everyone? I don't know about every try. Let's just assume they did. There. How many tries did we score and how much money did Manly get to Mossy? We scored 11 tries. What's that, Massetti? 11 fives, 55. Mm-hmm. So that's, what is that, 5,500? Or is it, it 55,000 because it's 5,000 per try? Is it? I think it's 5,000 per celebration. It's 55 grand, yeah. 55 grand, dude, just from Manly. That's fucking hectic. I was stressing there about my math. Um, I feel like we need to work out a celebration that we can get in the ear of a fucking... I mean, obviously any player, but a Manly player is who... Well, if like they... The best one. Yeah, and then we would donate. Yeah, we'll a, donate as well. We'll donate if you do our try celebration. Yeah. If you do our... We'll donate a grand, because obviously we're not fucking sports bet. Uh, we'll donate a grand to the Mossy Masoy Fund yep. if we can get a Manly player on there to do a try celebration. We're also capping it at one. As in one try celebration. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, what, yeah. What about they all start they doing, all start it doing it with fun. <laughs> They'll put us out of business. What about an origin? Well, fuck. I mean, if they do it in origin, either one. like Two grand if they do it in origin. Okay, yeah. Two grand if they do it in origin. Christian Welch, first try scorer. Christian do Welch does it or Tommy Turbo does it. Then we'll do two Gs. Yeah. Or daily. Mate, there's fucking anyone. No, I know, but well, anyone. anyone, obviously. But anyone. I mean, yeah, that's true. If anyone does it, but we now need to think about what that is. Because it needs to be like, oh, there you go. That's the that's the try celebration. Mm. And I was trying to think about it coming in here, and I was trying to think about what you do, and I have no idea. It's interesting, isn't it? Because you don't want to make it too over the top where they're embarrassed to do it. But you also, you need to have it be something that's recognisable going, there it is. Has anyone done a Timmy Cahill? Like fighting the fucking... Ooh, I don't mind that one. <laughs> Score a try, run over to the corner post and just box yeah, the fuck out of it. Yeah, give it a fucking, give it a feeding. So maybe, they, do they go to the corner post or they go to the, maybe the goal post? Either, either. Yeah. I don't care. You just have to do the Timmy Cahill. Yeah. I like that. I think that's good. It's to borrow off one of the great try goal great celebrations all time, and it's Australian, and it's and Australian, and he's one of the great Australians. Um, I think that's pretty good. I think that's and, good. And other, we could sit here all day and come up with a, a bespoke one. No, but I I prefer the Timmy Cahill. Yeah, no one's done it. No one's. I've never seen it done in rugby league. No, no one's and no, no one's done the Timmy Cahill. And if it's done this weekend, then you'll know it's because they've gotten behind the fucking. Uh, the the Hello Sport bloody yeah I mean look Ruben Garrick Ruben he's a Garrick, winger great opportunity great there. opportunity <laughs> against know? the Raiders fucking Jason Saab mm. oh there it's there's an options. easy one to do there's it's options easy, it's it's one that you don't look like a goofball you know it's like, and everyone's like oh he's doing the Timmy Cahill but he's really doing the Hello Sport yeah we're stealing Timmy Cahill's thing he's no we're answer. borrowing I know it. we're good friends with Tim we are we've friends. run it by him he's fine with it. He's absolutely fine with it. Yeah. Okay. So the Timmy Cahill. So we're calling on anyone from fucking anywhere, but obviously we got a lot of the years of the Manly boys, a couple of boys in origin. So if it's, a, if it's in just a regular season, we'll donate a grand. Obviously we can't donate a grand for every time it's done because we will be dead. But if one of the Manly boys does it, and if it's done in origin, we'll do two grand to the Mossy Masoy. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Are we happy with that, David? How do you feel, how do you feel about that? I'm pretty happy. Is the corner works. post? It's not too low. Not a problem. That's why. Well, it is too low. But that's why I thought. But it's a bit funny. Post. But it's a bit because the goalpost is just like high yeah, as fuck. But it doesn't move. 
No, but the quantum either or, I think it still works. It's yeah. just pad work. Yeah, it's just pad work. Um, I like it. Um, sweet. Let's. That, that's it. Lock that in. We'll turn this into a video. We'll get it up. Yep. And we'll rip. Come on, it's for charity. It's for charity. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. The last thing in rugby league before we move on is that Ray Warren now has, has his own electro <laughs> song. Which apparently, he's a, apparently he went to uh, review and a couple of our mates use. Oh, really? Mates use, yeah. Well, it's a great fucking song. It is good. It's a fucking banger. I, but look, to be honest, I think you could put Ray's voice with just about anything and it's just a fucking, it's an absolute hit. Yeah. So the fact it hasn't been done earlier is it's, shocking. It's shocking, but it's done well as well. It's not like some poon who's just got like Ableton for the first time and he's trying to like make beats. It's like... This is actually a fucking cool track, and the way he's done it is sick. Yeah. Um, and we just had a million people sending it to us. It was fucking hectic. And it's also just like ever, it's written about in the papers. It's like, it's all over the place. So shout out to that guy, whoever did it. Roy Bing. Roy Bing. Roy Bing. Now, is Roy going to be a one-hit wonder? I don't know. I hope not for Roy's sake. He's, he's got two other songs on Spotify. Um, the... Actually, one's got over five million listens. Okay, well, Roy, okay, so Roy, Roy's doing the damn no, thing. Roy, What's Rab's got? Rab's got twenty nine thousand. Not but, high but, enough. But that's, that's in like that's in like three days. Not high enough. Not high enough. Yeah, t- the the one that's got five million was came out in twenty nineteen. Not so high enough. Time to- okay, well, Rab's needs to get up there. Needs yeah. to get up and moving. Uh, punters and dribblers. We always say this. Whenever anything of a, you know, like the, the sex tapes and this and that sort of start doing the rounds, we don't go looking for, for it, but it, it finds its way across our desk. We have no control over it. We don't proliferate footages, footage and images, but we do feel a responsibility to consume them if they're presented to us and then speak openly, honestly and truthfully about what it is we've seen. And report back to you. Is that fair to say, Eddie? Yes, we must report to the punter and the dribbler. After all, this show is for the punter and the dribbler. That's it. It's not oh. for us. It's not, not for us. us. Um, so, last night, as I'm sitting at, um, at our desk, and, uh, you know, I get a little, a little alarm that goes off where it's like, sex tape, bleep, 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 bleep. Mm. And I'm like, fuck. Okay. This wasn't a sex tape, but it was images. Now, we all know that Shane Warne, one of the great spin bowlers of all time, maybe only outstripped by his ability to root. I think they're on par, which is saying something. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's one of the great rooters of all time. He'd give Genghis Khan a run for his money. Genghis was a pig. <laughs> but he did some rooting. Well, yeah, he did. He did. You can't deny it. Uh, facts are facts. Genghis Khan, only probably bested by Shane Warne. Anyway... So these photos, there was a story that we spoke, like that we uh, that came out like in 2019 or 2018 or something. It was about Warney in his London apartment having a sex romp with uh, multiple women that uh, was so loud. That kept the neighbours up. Kept the neighbours up, and like now, you could hear it from the street. There were noise complaints. All the windows were open. Yeah, that, well, I was going to put that fact in. So Shane had left all the windows open. I think his way of reminding the people in his his electorate. area, his electorate, his borough, his shire, that his village, that the king was on the job. Um, now, if the story is to be believed, Shane was the the romp involved Shane, his partner at the time, and 
Two sex workers. Two sex workers that were uh, parachuted in to help with the job mm. because Shane needs multiple hands. Well, <laughs> you know, if you're looking at Shane as like a sexual uh, project that needs to be completed, one one female, it would seem, not enough for Shane. Shane no. needs fucking a bevy. Well, Shane's of the belief that many hands make light work. And that too many cooks don't spoil the broth. <laughs> <laughs> Not his broth. <laughs> Not his broth. <laughs> Too many cooks needed to, yeah. to produce Shane's broth. Yeah. <laughs> um, so these photos are of Warney in all of his resplendent glory, if I can get after it with some uh, unnecessary terminology, laying on the flat of his back yeah. on a bed just like covered in women. <laughs> Well, two women are keeping themselves occupied while while Shane while one is Shane gets a shine. Shane's getting Shane's getting sh- Shane's getting his balls shined. <laughs> but what's funny as well is that Shane is so distracted by the two women. Of course he is. Of course he is. Well, he's only human. Well, I know, but it's just this. It's like he. He just looks like such a gluttonous. Now I would say this. Now I would. Yeah, like, yeah. He looks just, like a, he looks like a gluttonous pig getting his fill. He's now, just loving it. Yeah. Now I would say this about Shane. If I'm just running an eye over the equipment, uh, they say that there is a correlation between testosterone and sex drive. Now, looking at the plums, looking at the plums on the man, it it all makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That's a. Uh, he he's got a set of balls on him, <laughs> to put it. To, well, I was gonna try dance around it. I was gonna use mm-hmm. some fucking you know. Uh, You'd already uh, said plums. But I, I thought that was plum. enough. That was enough. But then I went. I went hard. He's got a big set of balls, and he's got a very healthy, healthy hog on him, mm. which is nice to see. Not surprising by any means. Like you don't you don't fucking take seven hundred and eight test wickets with small balls. No, I wouldn't have thought. Or a less than healthy hog. Or a less than healthy... Because he was a confidence spin You know yeah. what I mean? Very and that confidence confident. comes from somewhere. Hog confidence. It's hog confidence. Um, you see it in a lot of the elite spinners. Yep. Obviously, Gary Lyon's got a piece on him. I mean, that goes without saying. Not but particularly, sure particularly, particularly for a wrist spinner, you've got to have something about you. Yep. Um, so... Do I think this is a good omen, though, for maybe for the Ashes? He's just seeing Warney over there chonging English birds. I think it's a great omen for the Ashes. I don't think five nils beyond us now after no, what I've seen. I've seen that. I, will, I've, I do have a question, though, Eddie. I do have a question, and it's just about if that's Shane Warne's apartment and it's all organised by Shane, Shane's partner, Shane's partner, I believe, if you read the, if you believe the article, Shane's partner sourced the sex workers, parachuted him in, and then took him home. Mm-hmm. Whose camera is it? How's that, how do those photos get out? Is, well, is Warney filming his own? I can only theorise. I can only theorise. Given it's Warney's apartment. Is Warney watching his own game tapes? Well, I, well Wait, that's why he's so good. He was, watches film. Was there? I haven't seen the photo in question, but... Like, is does it look like there's another person behind the camera? No, it's How up. It, it looks, looks like, like it's, it's up a, in the corner of the yeah. room, like CCTV. Okay, right. I am, I I look. I think that that Warney watches a lot of film, watches um, a lot of tape on himself. Well, film generally, but yeah. a lot of tape on himself specifically. 
areas in which he can improve, areas sure, in which yeah. he can get better. It's ingrained into him as a professional sportsman. Well, that's right. Yeah. That's, that's right. All the best. Analysis. All the best watch film, and Video they watch sessions. mountains of it. Yeah. Mm. You know, that's where you can glean. You know, opportunities, weaknesses in the opposition, ways when to get better. When you're also at the top. 1%, 2% improvements actually make the world a difference. Like, that's the difference between good and great. Exactly. At the top of that. And, in his, and in, his, in, his, uh, in his circumstances, the difference between great and legendary. Great, yeah, exactly. Greatness and immortality. Um, and so I guess, you know, you've got to understand. But I, I still don't know how Shane keeps getting these fucking photos leaked out where, it, you know, again, it's not like they're bad in the sense of, like, he just, you know, that's our Shane doing. Well, Shane. has Shane Shane doing? Shane. I, I'm just working out how this might have happened. Has Shane got the footage, ripped it down, and then you know cut out a couple of stills just to send around to the boys? Or yeah, potentially it could be a. Uh, he might send that around as like a Christmas card. Maybe that. Was Merry Christmas front. to you and yours. Yeah, love, love Shane. Shane. Had a great year. Great year. <laughs> Here's a photo of me on the job. <laughs> Here's to many more. He does look like he lives his fucking best life, doesn't he, Warney? He just, he doesn't, he, he's unapologetic and he just... But, like, to anyone else, this would be a massive fucking yarn. But, like, everyone's just like, oh, Shane. This doesn't even rate a mention. doesn't either. rate a mention, mate. Like, there's not even, like, a, I haven't seen an article anyway. Can you go to, like, Dude, Fox Dude, I just Googled, like, there was nothing. There's stuff about the original when it happened and people heard it, but there's nothing... There's like, nothing, like, leaked photos of Shane You know Warren. what, though? Yeah, no, you know nothing. what, though? This may well do the rounds and it's just come back to us like have we ever been sent that before i've never seen that before i haven't seen the photos i've seen the article yeah i've seen the article that's why i was like that's why i was like oh is this a new thing and then it was linked to the article so i was like well that doesn't make sense well it just doesn't make sense that it's no what i think's happened is someone's been sent the photos and you know along the line someone has thought well, let's give this a little context and drop the article in there as well. Yeah, right. So it's more about just trying to give whoever's viewing it a holistic understanding of what's actually going on. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay, that's fair. That makes sense to me then. So I was just trying to see if it was on Fox Sports, but I couldn't couldn't see it anywhere. Yeah, dude, if you search like Shane Warne news past week, it's like... Can I say that I'd be, I'd, be, I'd be Googling Shane Warne leaked photos? Rather than news the past week. Yeah, but it would have been report. Uh, yeah, but he's saying if you click on news, it would have come. Oh, up. gotcha. Yeah, like not 29th of November. No, nah. look, More if they're not out in the next two article. days, then it's just it's an indication that he's Shane is basically untouchable. Teflon Shane. Yeah. Well, good for him though. Look, uh, there's nothing. This is not. There's nothing about this that's. Uh, uh, you know, mm. uh, critical of Shane. This is more just like we saw it, we've seen it. You can stop sending us the fucking photos for starters. <laughs> um, and I mean, I've never been prouder to be an Australian. I've never been prouder to be a Test cricket fan, a cricket fan. I've never been prouder of Shane. He looks like he's putting in tremendous work. And the photos leaking is just evidence that the man fucking takes his rooting seriously. Very seriously. And, it's a career for know, him. He holds himself accountable. He, he goes does. back and goes, look, could I have done that better? Should I have kept going there? Should I have slowed down here? Should I have switched up positions here? Mm. Was I paying too much attention to what was going on over there while there was something going on over here? Mm. Could I have been a more generous lover at this time? Did he not pay enough attention to pitch conditions? Was it too wet, Correct. too dry? Too yep. How was the bed? It? Was yeah. the window open a good call? Should I have opened all the windows? Were mm. all the windows open? The could I close them? You know? Could I close them? Do I need another camera? 
Did I forget yeah. to fucking polish the mirror on the roof? That's I mean, all all genuine questions that Shane has clearly answered yeah. in the, the weeks, months, years following Since. the incident. And also, like, playlists. Does Shane have, you know, does he have a sort of playlist that he roots to in terms of time-wise? So it's like, oh, I'm up to, um, you know, Coldplay fucking this song. Now I need to oh, I don't know if he's a music man. He loves Coldplay and Ed Sheeran. He does, he does but does he root to it? I would imagine he couldn't, surely. Unless... He does like to talk about the fact that he's friends with Chris Martin and Ed Sheeran. So there's also it's potentially a mid-route conversational topic. Potentially, do you do you reckon he's ever asked um, Chris to just sit in the corner and maybe play the piano? Yeah, belt out a few choice notes. Come up to meet you, yeah. tell yeah. you I'm sorry. Shout out to Coldplay. Um, I'll be ruling that out. I'm not ruling that Life out. Live performance. Chris Chris Martin crooning in the corner while Shane just lays pipe. <laughs> now, just back to oat milk. Just something come across my mind. What constitutes the use of the word milk? That's that's my problem. Is that there isn't anything? There's no hard and fast rule. You can what is if you what is milk? Milk is, is, is milk by definition coming from a titty, coming from a nip. Yes. That's what milk is. Now, That's why when people say almond milk, it's like this is just pulverized almond water. That and that's what it should be called. Mm. Yeah, uh, first first sentence of the Wikipedia page: Milk is a nutrient-rich liquid food produced by the mammary glands of mammals. See, uh, we need to we need to rework this. Yeah. I think milk's been hard done by it has, here, but the problem because is- almonds, oat. So chuff, I would assume. Soybeans are fucking getting in on milk's territory, trading off its fucking trading off its name, trading off, off its off name, the, off the work that it's done. Fucking rearing has animals. milk has milk missed a missed a fucking uh, a real opportunity back in the day to copyright its own shit. Potentially, it would seem that way. Big milk hasn't copyrighted its fucking shit correctly. Mm. Um, it's uh, it's uh, intellectual property, but if I'm big milk, I'm I'm getting re- I'm, well. I'm getting. Together, a, a legal challenge, the don't you think? <laughs> the problem is, surely there's money to be made from big milk over fucking big soy. Yeah, well, the problem is though, is that the the word milk is like a nice sounding word as well. Where like, if you were to try and sell me on oat water cappuccino, I would be throw. I'd be going get the fuck away from me. It's not quite right, is it? It's yeah, gross. So there's a separate Wikipedia page for plant milk, which says. Plant milk. Thank you. There you go. Plant milk is a plant juice that resembles the colour of milk and refers to manufactured non-dairy beverages yeah. made from a water-based plant extract for flavouring and aroma. That's how you can't say fuck it. You could just say oat cappuccino though, right? Instead of just saying oat milk or almond, like just say almond cappuccino. Yeah. Say, oh, it's just almond, like, but almond juice, oat juice, soy juice. That <laughs> all sounds Just gross. drop the, Just <laughs> drop it. Juice. Oat, nut juice? Yeah. Mm. Strong oat cap. It's just blended fucking... But pulverized, you got, yeah. but you got to sell it as something in the supermarket. So what do you call it on the carton? Liquid, look, liquid oat additive, liquid oats, liquid almonds. Yeah, liquid. Yeah, don't mind that. Liquid's quite a nice word. Mm. Yeah, it's okay. It doesn't have any. It's kind of sterile a word. It doesn't. It doesn't evoke any sort of feeling good or bad. Whereas water, like oat water, just reminds me of like dirty puddles. <laughs> you know what I mean? Puddle water. Oh, this is a puddle water cappuccino. It's fucking filled with gravel and shit. Something to think about. The Tim Zoo michael Zarafa fight. So they were set to fight. Is it this Wednesday? Now, can, can you clarify this for me, Tom? Did Michael pull out because he's soft? So this is interesting. I've actually done a bit of dioring here. So 
the narrative, and I don't know which is true, but this is just the, the two narratives. So the one that is Tim Zhu is the pro, he, like the people promoting this fight is Tim Zhu's side, right? It's uh, the no limit. So that's George Rose and Matt Rose and the Rose family. Um, they promote Tim Zhu. Michael Zarafa from Melbourne. He's obviously just the other side of this fight. The B side. The B side. Big fight happening in Newcastle. And the narrative is that Michael's Rafa pulled out because of COVID concerns and basically he's just being a pussy and he wants to bail. And, <coughs> and all of the messaging around the new fight that's come in, I can't remember the guy who's, who's replacing him. Stevie, Stevie Spark. Stevie Spark. The whole thing the is Cinderella like, man. So you're listening to like Fox League promoting it and they're like, well, the initial... Uh, the initial p- opponent ran scared, and now to, like that's the promotional sheet that you know Yvonne Sampson is reading off before they throw to a promo for the fight. Well, Zarafa ran scared, so it's now Zuva Spark, blah blah whatever, because they're saying that they didn't want to quarantine um, and they didn't want to run the risk during a pandemic with COVID and all that sort of shit. Which, on the face of it, if you see that, you're like, sounds like Zarafa's a pussy. There is an element with me where I was just thinking the whole time, I'm like. I do find it hard to believe, and I hear people talk about this with with MMA fighters, for example, like you can't really call someone who's been in the ring that many times as a fighter. Like you saw the Zarafa fucking Jeff Horn fight. Like you can't really call someone or like accuse them of running scared when they go and they do these sorts of things. Like I just find that hard to believe. Well, I don't think that people are saying that he's scared of fighting. I think they're saying more that he's scared of a potential loss and that potentially yeah, he's not quite potentially he's not quite ready in his training camp where he's confident of yeah, getting yeah, the that's the, To me, that's the same thing though, right? Like I just think, anyway, whatever. That is what it is, whoever, however your opinion sits. But then I saw Zarafa speaking on some random boxing page uh, on Facebook that I just sort of happened across. And it was him and his trainer. And they were like, Michael's Raff is like, mate, like this, I am, did not, I never pulled out of this fight. He's like, I didn't pull out of it. I wanted the fight. What he was fucking, the reason that it broke down is what he's saying is, is that the whole time, one of the sticking points for them was that they got clearances from state governments to be able to move to like between states if something was happening with COVID because his training team all have businesses that they need to be able to run. And if they have to isolate when they get back to Melbourne or isolate at any point, then they can't run their businesses. And they were like, that's just a sticking point. Yeah. And they said that no limit. We're like, yep, don't worry. We got that sorted. That's fine. That'll be handled. And they kept asking him and they kept going, well, what's going on here? Like, have you done it yet? What's going on here? And they kept going, yeah, 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 yeah. And they, the guys like, without having seen these emails, the guys like fucking there's, I've got proof of all this shit. And they kept saying, yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And then it got to the point where, it wasn't happening and they hadn't got any clearance for anything. And they were like, you fucking said you would do this. This was one of the main sticking points. Mm. And, uh, and you haven't done it. And I think, and again, I'm not a hundred percent sure you will be able to find this video if you just do some dioring, but basically it was almost like the fight was pulled from Zarafa. This is his argument is that he's saying that ultimately they just went once they raised this thing again with no limit, they were just basically like, nah, fuck it, like it's done. We're just going to go with someone else because you're like causing too many headaches here. 
but it was like this was the thing that we were asking for you to do. Mm. And that to me, the way I just – when I – like I think I've got an all right bullshit meter and when I was hearing them speak about that, it did seem – like I was like, okay, well that actually does seem like a plausible comeback. You know, and it didn't seem like anything – like it might not be right, who knows, but it just seemed like I'm going, okay – that seemed like a, that seems like a relatively reasonable explanation for why something would break down, and a, and a more in depth explanation around how the COVID thing was an element to him pulling out, as opposed to it just being like, oh fuck, I'm, COVID's rearing its head. I'm a bit freaked out. Mm. It was just about him like actually being able to get back into Melbourne and have these exemptions, which they say have been promised to him and not delivered. Well, that makes sense. It does make sense. Is there restrictions on New South Wales travel to Melbourne, or is yeah. it Sydney travel mm. to Melbourne? I think it's the state. Yeah. I think it's state. Because they can't really pinpoint like where exactly you've come from and where you've been in New South Wales. Yeah. Um, Can you fly direct from Newcastle to Melbourne? Just as an Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? But, but I mean, that sounds... But that's, he was like, he was know. still, he was like, mate, he was, and he was like, I still want that fight. He's like, I want to be involved in the biggest fights. That's the biggest fight. I want to be involved in the fight. Da, 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 da. And now it's sort of just descended into a bit of a shit show with this Stevie Spark guy. But again... Well, it's Australian boxing. It is Australian boxing. It's perfect. It's as good as it gets. He, um, I did watch Stevie Spark fought in the undercard of Sue's last fight, and he actually looked pretty. He was a bit of a fucking animal. Oh yeah. Do you did you watch the undercard of the the last one? Where no. do you remember that guy that came out dressed as a cowboy with pigtails? I didn't watch last. I didn't watch the undercard. Right, but he came out and he was meant to be like the fucking hot shot, and then this Stevie Spark guy just came out and fucking worked him for the whole. I don't know if he finished him, but he just worked him. So, who knows? The guy apparently is pulling beers in a pub. Australian boxing. Australian boxing. Love it. You gotta love it. You've got to love it. It's like a to get into that, to get into boxing in Australia is like, well, anywhere, but like to be putting so much on the line when it's like, it's like I'm either working in a bar or I'm getting the shit punched out of me. Like, you know, it's not like, oh, I can actually afford to just do this full time now because there's enough money for me to do it. It's like, no, no, no. I'm getting paid fuck all to box and get my head fucking smashed in. It's a crazy fucking gig. Would, does he pull beers at an RSL? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? It's like pull beers, go fight, back to work. As in like same night. Like easy. That's actually not a bad point. There's a bit you're of synergy of, there. You'd get like in your break. You go, all right, mate, you go to your 25 minute yeah, break. Yeah, you get your 25 here. minute break. You go fight some bloke. Or, tw- you know, 10 fucking three minute rounds, 30 yeah. minutes. We'll give you 30 minutes. We'll give you 30 minutes, but. No time for a shower when you're no, straight no, back straight here. straight back in here. Even if you've got to be in your boxing shorts. That's fine. You can't pull beer with gloves on, though. We'll have to take the gloves no, off. No, take the tape off, yeah. but you're not having a shower. No. Not so you should Wash done. your hands, though. If you've got broken hands, fucking deal with that afterwards. Um, club Glenvale in Toowoomba. Not an RSL per se, but a club. It's a, it's the same similar, thing. Similar, yeah. He it's the same he thing. He definitely yeah. boxes there in his break. It's the mm. same thing. Yeah. Picture like a dirty nose. Do you reckon the patrons and regulars are just like lining up as soon as they've had enough beers? They're like, all right, all right, Stevie, let's go. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, he's probably going to fight patrons. Let's go do some practice. Well, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Well, no. you'd sell that on pay-per-view. Stevie Spark fighting patrons at the Club Toowoomba. Mate, there, boy, there's something now. There's something now. Fucking pub fights. Yeah. Club fights. Club club fights. I like it. Anyway, look, it's a bit... I feel I, the whole situation's a shit show. Um, but again, it's Australian boxing. This is what we've come to expect. Yeah. It's never smooth. It's always complete and utter shit show. That's also the thing that they, that they said in the Zarafa video where they were like, they were like, we just wanted to delay the fight a couple of weeks. They were like, they were like you're not going to be able to have a full capacity venue because of COVID, which I'm pretty sure is still the case. 
uh, in Newcastle. Like, you can't have full capacity. You fucking... And, like, so why would you want to... Why would you want to have... Why wouldn't you just push it two weeks? And we'll do it then. Full venue. COVID suite. I can get in and out of fucking Melbourne. Because otherwise, he was going to have to go and fight in Newcastle without any of his team. Because the team were like, we can't go. We have fucking businesses we need to run. It's Australian boxing. Mm. We have businesses. Yeah. So we can't go. So they were like, well, Zarafa, are you going to come fight without a team? He's like, well, I'm not going to fucking do that. Obviously. I can't fight without a fucking corner. Anyway, that's just the other side of it, which I thought was interesting. Who the fuck knows whether the truth will ever come out, but um, I, it's great to see they're still charging 60 bucks pay-per-view for Zoo versus Stevie Sparks. That's, that seems reasonable. 60 bucks or 50 I don't know. Google It'd it. be 50 I, I think oh, fuck they whatever. haven't changed the price. No, they haven't changed they haven't. the price. Uh, it should be 20 or 10 or free or free. Get some eyeballs on the sport. Yeah, 60 59.95. Oh my god! Yeah, that is outrageous. That a bit. What's the Connor fucking Poirier, Connor Poirier fight? fight? I don't know how the I fuck spell Poirier. P O I R I E R. So, UFC two six four pay per view cost. Go to the UFC website, Evan. Um, it's seventy dollars. It says. Well, there you go. That's so going it's only, up. It's only ten dollars. Seventy bucks. Only ten dollars less so. for. When are these fights well, going up? They never used to be that expensive. It's um, it's cheaper if you have like the subscription, which we've got. So yeah, if you get it like, but if you just want to buy a one-off, then I think it's seventy bucks. Right. So it's only ten bucks more. Uh, or for se- yeah, one of the biggest fights in MMA history, Tim Zuva, Stevie Spark. It's only a t- that seems like only a ten dollar difference to no, me. No, that makes sense. I think that makes sense. I'm pretty sure I paid sixty bucks to watch Floyd Mayweather fight Conor McGregor. Uh, no, fight Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I did that as well. So think about that. Um, maybe even like uh, Deontay Wilder and uh, uh, Tyson Fury. Mm. Seventy bucks. Yeah, yeah. Fifty five bucks in Australia, unless that's the US for the pay per view. For yeah, for, yeah, on main event website. Yeah, that's 55. what... 55. 55, so less yeah. than Zoo. So Conor Poirier is yeah. less than Zoo Stevie Sparks. <laughs> Holy fuck. That's fucking crazy. Um, I get everyone's going to make it money. Like, I'm not... But it's like, you, you nah, have to ridiculous. give value for money. That's ridiculous. How do we feel about Conor? Uh, I have no idea. I think after the last fight, how could you fucking tip Conor? After the last one. It's actually, you know what? Funnily enough. What do the odds say? What do the, what do the punnings say? Surely Poirier's favourite. Surely. But I, was, I watched the fight again. And? Just the other day. Until the calf kicks, Connor is piecing him up. Like, Poirier's still in it. Ooh. It's not like it's a domination. But Connor's landing fucking good, solid punches. Yeah, Poirier is 183 and Connor's 197. Tight. Tight. It's, I mean, I can't wait. It's one of those ones where if Connor loses, he's done. Jesus, for, really? For method and round combo, like for betting on what the result is going to be, the shortest odds is Connor McGregor KO TKO round one, $4.50. Well, that's when he gets it done. Well, because that's exactly right. He's so, he's so strong in the first two rounds and then 
as it gets into the grind, fades, yeah, he mate. fades, yeah. and Poirier loves a grind. We will be doing a um, uh, a full UFC preview on about even this week, like a separate video for this card, um, just of the five main fights. So it's Connor, Dustin, then it's Gilbert Burns versus I think Wonderboy, then uh, I think Taito Ivasa versus some guy I don't know. And then there are two chicks, and then there's Sean O'Malley versus someone I don't know. But so there's some good fights on the card. Yeah, do you want tie two of us fighting Greg Hardy. Oh, dude, that's a fucking... That'll be a good... Those two like to bash, and I'm pretty sure that Ty will knock him out. Um, what was the other one you said? Uh, it's... There are two females. Yeah, there's... Yeah. Who are they? Um, the females. It must be... Dricus Duplessis. No, versus Trevin... Giles, have you seen? Have you got UFC? I've just got the full card. It's just names, though. Oh, okay, if you go two six four, just type in UFC two six four into Google, and it will come up with the pictures. Oh. And so it'll be the top five fights on the main card. So there's Conor Poirier. Uh, I think it's Gilbert Burns, Wonderboy Thompson, then yep. Ty, Greg Hardy, then two yep. chicks, and then Sean O'Malley versus someone. Yeah, Irene Aldana versus Yana Kunitskaya. And then Don't know them. Sean O'Malley versus Chris Moutinho. Yeah. Um, so we'll do a full uh, deep dive into that oh, one. Oh, we'll do a full deep dive. Car. Oh, you better believe it. Yeah, you better believe it. But, um, yeah, dude, very interesting. I hope Connor wins, but I also really like Dustin Poirier, dude. Like, there's, there's like, if if Connor loses, the the Connor train well and true. We stopped. say that every time. <laughs> no, I know, but is it? We but, say it every. It's stopped. <laughs> the Connor train is done. No, 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 it's done, right? But I'm saying it in this sense. You're right. It is done. But if he wins. Then he's two and one against Dustin, and he is now alive in the lightweight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he'll get another title. 100, yeah, hundred. He'll fight for the title if he beats Dustin. Hundred percent. But hundred percent. If he loses, he'll fight Nate. Is what I think, and then be done. I think he loses. What do you think? I want him to win. I think Fuck, I want him to yeah, win. I think he loses. I think he loses. I think he loses as well. I think we all know. I think, I think we're hanging on so desperately to the glory years yeah, because are. they were so Glorious. much fun. Yeah, but God, no. they were so much fun when he was coming up kicking shit out of everyone. Like, yeah. and talking and the, the zenith was. was when he beat fucking uh, Alvarez. Alvarez. Just destroyed him at yeah. Madison Square yeah. Garden, and he was talking. He was talking so much shit. Like the, that Alvarez press conference where the, with the who the fuck is that guy and all that sort of shit. Like that was where it was all. He doesn't talk like that anymore. And then in the Khabib one, he just went dark and hey, that was edge. That wasn't really fun. <laughs> that wasn't like, fun at all. That was, was like, really fucking. Was that was dark and fucked up. He used to be clever and witty and just pull apart his opponents just subtly with yes. his like weird like, little like angles where you're like, oh, what the fuck? And he'd fucking find like a yeah. little dint in their shield but yeah. that he went with Khabib fucking dark and like brought religion into it and shit it was fucking old man and all this weird shit you could tell it was like getting to him more personally than before like what he would you know blurt out before was just like yeah I don't give a fuck I'm better than you whatever and then when that happened it was like it was oh, going shit. off the rails was he like, was smashing fucking the like bus his, windows yeah. and shit it's like this is hurting him on the inside yeah 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 it, it collapsed yeah it was it was it got out of control and he was I think off the field or like out away from the octagon it was after was well it was it was after the fucking Mayweather money and, yeah exactly you know, 100 million <laughs> I and think there was a lot of TV dinners after that yeah <laughs> dude shit loads of TV dinners um but anyway, I'm excited. We'll yeah, see. Pumped. We'll see. pumped. I still love watching his fights, and I still get nervous for him. I get so nervous. Nothing gets me more nervous than watching uh, MMA fights where, like, you've got invested in, like, you're invested in 
the fighters. Fucking, in, in the fighters. Like, I get, like, palpable anxiety in my body that I'm just, like, stressed the whole time. And whenever we're filming, like, those reaction videos of us, I remember my nephew fucking bagging me out because he does, like, jujitsu and shit. And he was just watching me. I think it was when we were watching Francis. And I'm just sitting there going, like, and I didn't even realize, and I look back at the video, the video, he's like, dude, are you like fucking shadow boxing while you watch? I was like, I think so, dude. I think in my head I'm dodging punches. Yeah. Yeah. Which I wouldn't be dodging if it was in real life. I no. would have been hit with the first one that was thrown. And you'd be out. Uh, punters and dribblers now. This is something we've been doing for a while anyway, on and off. But we are trying to ramp it back up again because... We think it's fucking good. But basically, we've obviously got the uh, the written side of Hello Sport, Eddie. We, as I said, have been doing it for a minute. But as we try to grow the role of our faithful young intern who has just sort of had a mini promotion of sorts. I he has. To say, D or Dave. He's in. He's in. He's now uh, the chief editor of hellosport.com.au. Yes. Um, and... We've obviously got the written article. So basically, if you fancy yourself as uh, a bit of a writer, a blogger, you've got some unqualified opinion and some unwavering bias that you'd like to share with the world, Dior Dave... Just, at, di- just Dior. Oh, sorry, you're right. Dior, D-Y-O-R, at hellosport.com.au. Send through your fucking article. We had some. We've had a, we had a couple of people do it last week. One Tigers fan, DMC Dugs. He sent through basically uh, a bit of a breakdown of his last 10 years supporting the Tigers. Uh, but you shoot through there. Dave will fucking have a little look at it, see if it's, if it's good enough, um, and then get it up there. Get it up there on the, on the website for all to, uh, to review. Eddie and I will be doing one from, a, from time to time. But we feel like there's enough out there with bloody dribblers on the P's and D's page. We'll probably you know, co-opt some of those and post them up as well, but... That's sort of it. Dave, you excited? I'm very excited. Looking forward to not just getting some of my own words out there, but hearing what the punter and the dribbler have for us. I reckon there's a lot of untapped potential. Tremendous untapped potential coming out of the punter and the dribbler. Fuck loads. That's what I'm pumped for. Yeah. Uh, Dior at hellosport.com.au. While we're on housekeeping, the pre-sale for the trackies was a fucking universal success. Universal success. Um, Stripe, who does the facilitating of our payments, I was speaking to them yesterday. They've never had more money go through their system. We're now their favourite client. Yeah. The system actually shut down. It shut down. They had to rework it. Um, Look, it basically crashed. We made it crash. You made it crash. So thank you so much for your support. For those that weren't aware, the hat's still on sale. We ordered a certain amount. It was in the millions. Uh, they're already on their way or they're in production, yes. soon to be shipped. You can still buy them. They're still available. Punters and Dribblers hats, still available. We had to do the pre-sale with the Bounce Out Trackies, the hoodie of which I am wearing right now, uh, because you come in many shapes and sizes. That's You're, right. And so we just thought better to, uh, to, to make sure we got it right. Didn't want to make assumptions. No. Didn't want to go all of our orders as triple XL. We thought we'd give you the benefit of the doubt to yeah. prove that you're not... All triple XL operators. That's right. That's right. But and it turns you. out you are not all triple No, there's, there's a few though. But there's, there's, more, than, there's more than one. <laughs> there's more than one. So thank you very much for, for, for getting around us with the, uh, the bounced out trackies. Can't wait to get them all out to you. Uh, and Dior, da- fucking Dior, D-Y-O-R at hellosport.com.au to get yourself onto the website. 
uh, to get yourself writing, to get yourself blogging. To get yourself famous, potentially. get yourself famous. All right, let's dribble. <laughs> Brinko Lee. Brinko Lee. You're going to pull Brinko Lee out of Queensland Cup to defend Tommy. <laughs> um, well, considering I think that was directed at me. Yeah, it was. Brinko Lee not playing Queensland Cup was injured. Um Played a bit of Queensland Cup this season. <laughs> also an Origin winner last year. You were calling for Branko Lee though, right? I was. I'm happy with Hammer. Are you but happy be, with Hammer? Yeah, I'm happy. But you're not stoked. Not stoked. You're but Bran- I don't think he's any better. You're a Branko guy. Or worse than Branko. I'd say he's Maybe. better than Branko. But yeah, defensive-wise... Defensive-wise, who knows? Yeah. Like the jury's maybe out a bit, but he's definitely better than Branko. Branko doesn't have that speed. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, attacking probably not. But yeah, that was... I didn't know how to react when you said Branko Lee last week. I was kind of shocked, but I was like, well, he did win Origin. But He's like, the incumbent, so. Yeah. That was the first thing no, that was, that was disgraceful for me. But yeah, it yeah. is slim pickings in the Queensland centres. Tom, Eddie, Jill, Dave, Putters, and the dribblers. Look, at DMC, one tonight, let's just laugh at the Parramatta Eels. They're so fucking shit. <laughs> the Eels are fucking dog shit. Let's just, like, let's try to count the time by the time the Parramatta Seals win a premiership. That's right. Not the Parramatta Eels, the Parramatta Seals, because they're fucking absolute dog shit. I want to know, can we calculate the time into your, that's your job? Calculate the time for next time the Parramatta Seals win a premiership. But cheers, boys. Be here soon. Parramatta <laughs> premiers never because they're fucking shit. Manly thirteen plus forever. New South Wales thirteen plus forever. And Yumbo's seen. Cheers, boys. Yeah, the Yumbo dribbler. The Yumbo dribbler. Couple of things. Parramatta will never win another comp. Can Dave? Can we get an official NASA prediction on the um, Sun's death? The Sun's death. Because I think it's around between five to eight billion years. Yeah, something like that. Something um, like that. Yep. In about 5.5 billion years, the okay. sun will run out of hydrogen and begin expanding as it burns helium. There we go. Yep. There we go. Now, unless the eels can get a shitload of hydrogen together to try and stock up the sun, I don't see any other way of them sort of prolonging this thing, right? Like, Mate, they can't even... like they can't. <laughs> what? They're going to be able to get that much hydrogen together to prolong the sun's life but they can't fucking win a comp they can't win a comp i don't think so it's that's chicken before the egg stuff yeah it is um (laughs) i would say this about the new name that you've bestowed the eels i think a seal would fucking eel up yeah so i'm comfortable leaving them as the eels yeah it's true especially considering we were just very pro seal in the jason saab chat earlier no seals seals are fucking they're legit yeah seals are are a fucking animal you know what I mean? You wouldn't want to punch on with a seal. Fuck that. No, 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 no. The dragon into the water and drown you. And if you have quick. if you have seal v eel in the the open ocean, I think seal wins ten out of ten times. Well, the eels are fucking soft, mate. They hide in mud in rivers, like yeah, or they hide in coral, like deep within coral. Like get out of the open ocean and take on. Have an a orca. crack, mate. Have, have a, a crack, crack with an orca. You well, weak mate. Dog. You think you fucking can electrocute people? Have a crack. Have See a how crack. it goes. See how it goes. 
Yeah, good luck. And I don't even think the Parramatta Eels are even electric eels. They're just fucking slimy mud eels. Mm. Yuck. There are a few records of adult leopard seals attacking humans, including go. one fatality. There, there you go. go. So they're not to be fucked with. And humans, the apex predator, if you needed reminding. Apex predator. Is it way too loud now? I just no, no bro. You need to fine. get your shit together. Maybe don't use fucking Aldi headphones, you know? Yeah, these are fucking beats that I got from my pharmacy. Dre beats, are they? Can't I mean, you they're see? They're not Dre's. They had like David Getter on them. So you're going to turn that down now? I thought that was just me. No. Okay. David Guetta beats. They're not, I mean, I don't know. That's just the dude. Really? I thought it was Dr. Dre beats. beats. Beats no, by Dr. It's, Dre. It is, but I think this You got the Dr. The Guetta beats. version. Yeah. yeah like that's that. why they're green. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's a very David Guetta color. <laughs> very David Guetta. He made a lot of money recently. For your bar mitzvah. How long ago was your bar mitzvah? I was 13. It was like eight years ago. You were 13 eight years ago? Yes. No. No, I'm 23. I was 13 10 years ago. Still. Fucking 13 10 years ago. I'm jealous. I'm, I mean, you're just so young. That's wild. All right. Would you like to be a young person in this world where... No, you know. it'd be fucking so stressful to yeah. be like a teenager in this world, don't you reckon? Yeah. With like all the shit going on. I've just essentially had my entire like month and a half uni holidays fucked over by COVID. I can do Oh, fucking boo-hoo. Well, I'm just, bruh. <laughs> no, I get that. No, I like, do as well. The ocean's on fire, Dave. That, exactly, the ocean is on Imagine fire. Imagine just like the and access to, to information. Ocean's on fire, fucking political unrest, COVID, wear masks everywhere. Mm. School's fucking weird. Manly are good for some reason. Well, Manly have always been good. That's probably the only constant in young people's lives. Manly's still at the top. All right, moving on. David Guetta Beats. Yeah. Hey, lads, just a quick question. Um, I just saw that Renato Mortalo of uh, Sharks Winger and uh, Queensland under-16, under-18s and under-20 fame Hmm. got uh, denied to play Queensland State of Origin. And I was just wondering, uh, what does he do now? Like, he don't want to play for the Kiwis. He said that, and he don't want to. He can't play Origin. What is he just stuck in the limb? Does that mean he can't play for Australia? Well, he I'm can just, play for Australia. I'm a bit confused. Yeah. Like, if Kiwis hit him up now, what is he allowed to play for them? I'm just coming from a, a bit of a concerned Queensland dribbler who's. Uh, you know, clutching out the last draw for a victory. Pearson. If I, I firstly, I think it's fucked that he's not playing. It I is. Feel like it they is should fucked. be just making a concession, going, you know what? There's been fuck ups at every turn here, but they should be allowing him to play. Like I think they should go. This has been a major fuck up, but you can't. He was on the fucking doorstep of playing, of like living out his dream, and they've just taken it away and gone. Nah, sorry, you're not eligible. I get there are rules. I get all that shit, but like. You can make concessions. You can. They make concessions all the time. Suwali got one. Yeah, Do you know but, what I mean? But, but like for this, I'd be going, okay, this is a this is a uh, an extenuating circumstance that is not really one that happens very like ever. It's obviously there are rules put in place back when the eligibility rules were lax and all that shit, but like let's let him let's see what this is, be a bit compassionate almost and let him play and now this will never ever happen again. Like, now it's like there's no way this happens again. Well, I This think has been a fuck-up, and it can't happen again. And if it did happen again, you go, sorry, dude, this has happened once before, and now everyone knows that if you fuck up again, you're going to fuck up some kid's dream. Well, I think it's more that he... When he pledged his allegiance to Queensland, that would have been okay. 
Do you know what I mean? Because that would have been fucking like eight years ago. Even well, longer. no, because it, the thing is, by the letter of the law, he was too old. That's why. No, no, been, but back then it wouldn't. He wouldn't have been. They wouldn't. They were, like I'm saying, when he was when he pledged his allegiance, when he was like under fucking fourteens or whatever. No, no, the rule would have been in place then. I don't think it was. No, it was because you don't you don't you don't backdate that. Like he, the rule was already in place. The rule's been in place for a while now, and he's young. Muller Tyler would be like twenty something, like early twenties. So the rule would have been in place, I think, and they've just fucked it. So. I'm just saying, let him play, and you you make sure that this thing's airtight now because it wasn't airtight before. It's a fuck up, but I like it's just it just seems like it's a bit mean spirited. But if I was him, I don't know if Mulatalo is going to play for Australia or not. Like, I don't know if he will. If I was him, I'd just be going fuck it. I'm going to go play for New Zealand because you will definitely make the New Zealand side, and you'll get paid good money to represent them. But you won't necessarily... You're not guaranteed of an Australian spot. You will fucking walk into a New Zealand position, I think. Was he... So he was denied for game three as well, wasn't he? Yeah, he's denied now. He's like, you're not eligible for it. Oh, him. that's done. Yeah. They put a line through him. Yeah. That's so hectic. It random. He, he's represented Samoa. He's played one game for Samoa in rugby league. He has also represented the United States in nines. Interesting. I would say this as well for those listening... People seem to have a problem with Jerome Luai wanting to play for Samoa. The rules are very clear. You can opt to play for a Tier 2 nation Mm. if you so please. Now, in the spirit of growing the international game, which has been a fucking pile of poo for as long as I can remember, Mm. up until recently, like, why wouldn't you get around that? Origin is different to... International. Play, international footy. Obviously, if you're a tier two nation like the island, the Pacific Island nations are, I don't have a fucking problem with it. Like, if we get a really competitive World Cup where all the na- other nations are ripping and tearing, England fucking, you know, I won't hold my breath, but they might turn up. New Zealand are always relatively strong. Like, that's good for the game. Yep. So, for those people that are saying, if you're fucking playing Origin, you should have to play for the Kangaroos, like, beat it. Yeah. Australia will always be strong as fuck. So let's just try and get a bit of a fucking spirited competition on the go. I think um, I think Freddie was saying, and I don't know if it was Freddie, but like saying that they should change the eligibility rules for origin. Not that like anyone can play. Like you'd still have to qualify for state of origin, but basically making it so that you can, like Jerome Luite, you like you can qualify for state of origin if you, by the whatever the thing is, 13 or whatever, living in Australia... So that would allow, let's say, Tal Malolo, if he, I don't know how, when he moved. Let's just say he did, though. But he could qualify for Queensland because he was here before he was 13 or by the time he was 13, but he could also still play for New Zealand. It doesn't mean that you're opening the floodgates to anyone who just goes like, oh, I want to play, but it just then allows for... Well, you're going to get rid of tier one, tier two then. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know whether I necessarily agree. Well, there would only be... I don't know about that. Mm. I think still, I think if you play Origin... Yeah, you can play for a different tier two nation. But that's like saying, but if you can play Origin and then play for New Zealand, that's almost being like he could play for Australia and New Zealand. Yes, you would be eligible it gets for both. A, but you'd have to make the decision. You I'm go, pretty comfortable yeah. keeping it the way it is yeah. for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, like, I'm I like the tiers. All right, let's move on. Anyway, Good question. Hey, boys. Uh, just wanted to have a quick rant about the Parramatta Eels because I'm fucking sick <laughs> of hearing their fans carrying on like their genuine premiership contenders. This season, they've played the West Tigers, the Bulldogs, and the Broncos twice each. 
have had the fucking easiest draw so far. Their only win of any note was Melbourne in round two on a fucking rainy night at Bankwest. They've had every ref call go their way every, every week. Call. Just, um, I'm sick of it. They haven't won a comp in 30 years, and I need 40. them to know that it's going to continue for another 30 years at least. 40. Beers soon. Lockdowns never. Brad Parker, first try forever. You always hear that everyone hates Manly, and there may be truth in that. But I tell you what, everyone hates Parramatta as well. I think everyone hates Parramatta more. Like we get a lot of call, any fucking Parramatta calls. I think I think like you know anyone sort of like anti Manly because it's us when Manly lose and we get licked to death, near to death, but no one will kill us. No, we won't die from a licking. Uh, but <laughs> uh, yeah, it seems like more people hate the Eels. Well, I'm just going off all the calls we get. We get a lot of calls about the Eels. We get more yep. calls about the Eels than anyone else except Manly. Yep. More people hate the Eels. There we go. We said it. Uh, but let's maybe take that as a bit of a comment and move on. Tom, Eddie, Dave, punters, dribblers. Let's have two quick questions for my own personal research. One, what is your favourite vape flavour? And two, what is your go-to hangover feed? Please let me know. Thank you. Look, with the greatest respect to this dribbler, maybe he's new here, which he is be. fine, but we've sort of covered this pretty extensively over the uh, the years. Uh, vape flavours probably, what is this? This is ice, purple ice, grape, grape flavour, I don't know. I don't know. What I don't if, really give a I'm shit. I'm a fan of grape. Whatever's, Mine's whatever's, like, whatever's going. going. Uh, and then hungover food is something greasy, KFC, gravy, chips, et al. Needs to be gravy involved. I'm also a bit of a... Um, I do have to speak some truth around hangover meals. And, like, obviously KFC is good, but KFC is more your persuasion, Eddie. And I don't think that just because you've said it, I say it. And to be honest, my go-to hangover feed has got to be a big breakfast. Two poached eggs, sourdough toast, avocado, mushrooms, a sausage, fucking maybe some beans. Yeah. Well, my yeah, my hangover food is always pretty fucking similar. It's like it's burger and chips usually. Mm. Um, and I get gravy and I fucking – and I rip and tear. And if I can get some tenders in there, I will. If I can get some nuggets in there, I will. If I can get some, you know, devil wings in there, then God help me, I will. Um, that's to get me up and about, uh, to maintain me throughout the day. I, I think my go-to almost always Chinese – um, because it puts me into a MSG hole and it puts me to sleep. Yes. It's glorious. I've also got something else to say, which is controversial, Eddie, but I'm going to be honest with you. And how do I approach this? Uh, Pepsi Max is shit. <laughs> I'm with you on this. Pepsi Max is shit. Diet I, drinks altogether. I, fucking horrible. Everyone's talking Pepsi Max, and I was just prepared to go with it because it was funny and it was a yarn. And then when we were filming the Bounce Out Tracky vid, we had KFC, which, like, the fucking KFC was obviously up to a phenomenal standard. It's so late. But then I had the Pepsi Max, and I was like, this is shit house. This is – this tastes like shit. Like, it's sugar-free shit. What do you fuck? You don't have a soft drink without sugar. What's the point? I'd say, well, have mate, you had a fucking Coca Cola before? Because if you had a Coca Cola and then you sip a Pepsi Max, you may as well be sipping literal, like liquefied shit compared to Coke. Mate, we've been over this before. Coke is number one. No one's disputing that. It seems like they are. 
No one's just Pepsi, original Pepsi is horse shit and Pepsi Max nah, is better in I my opinion. Yeah. Is there Pepsi in that fucking Is there any Pepsi in that uh what? What are you pointing at? Out in the main hallway there's a vending machine. Is there a vending machine out there? I think yeah, so. There, yeah, there is a vending machine. If there is, I'm happy to pause this right now. Do we need cash though? I don't know if we, to go no, and I'm get I'm sure it's a card sus. Go and get a Pepsi Max and a Pepsi. And I, we'll try it right now. Just go just run and check. Do we need a card? Give him the card. You, oh, it's in my pocket. The thing, you, I'd be shocked. You never see Pepsi vending machines. No, I'd be shocked as well. But if there is, Dave, get a Pepsi Max and a Pepsi. Um, I, had to, I had to bring it up. I had to bring it up. I can't live a fucking lie, and I feel like I've been living a lie for a while <laughs> just for the sake of the fucking yarn. But, it, that, well, to be honest, I wasn't really. I was prepared to go with it because I'm not a big Pepsi drinker or a soft drink drinker at, at, at all. I'm a Sprite or a Coke guy mm. historically. But then once I had that Pepsi Max doing the bounce out tracky shoot, I was like, I can't anymore. I can't. This tastes like shit. And there's no way. I like it. There's no way that Pepsi just straight up and down, your you, you, you tried and tested Pepsi Ridge is worse than Pepsi Max because there's no sugar in a Pepsi Max. And that's why it's fucking gross. It's the lack of sugar that makes it gross. It's that artificial sweetener in there. It's delicious. Tastes like fucking asshole. Mate, each their own. Of course, each their own, but I'm I'm also not going to go with each their own. I'm going to say that if you like, obviously, hopefully there is Pepsi in there. I'm also like you, not confident that Pepsi in a vending. Well, machine. Well, I just don't. I just. How often do you see a Pepsi vending machine? Almost never. Well, Dave's back, so <laughs> it doesn't look like there is no dice. It would seem, <laughs> or it's going to be cash only. There's, there's Pepsi Max, no Pepsi, Coke, Diet Coke. Well, we know that Coke's the winner, so yeah, there's no nah, point. Fuck it, we don't. Unless it's Pepsi and Pepsi Max, we don't want it. That's the only. That's the only blind test we want. Yeah, I want to clarify, punters and dribblers, Coke the goat. First and foremost, I think that goes without saying. Well, no, it had to be said because you freaks have been no, but only at KFC, only at KFC where they don't have Coke. That's the point, right? Okay, well, and I prefer the taste of Pepsi Max, and I'll fucking die on that mountain. Okay. Well, we'll we'll certainly. This has got to be for next. I'll die on that mountain. For next week, we got to do the Pepsi. I will die on that mountain. And it doesn't even have to be a blind test. It's just got to be like, (laughs) well, you know what? Maybe a blind test is better. Actually, I'd be able to tell. Oh, fucking oath! We'll be able to tell because one's going to taste. So then it won't be a blind test. Well, no, but it still is because you. It is blind because you don't know what it is, and then you trust your taste buds. Okay. Anyway, um, food for thought. Food for thought. Let's move on. Fuck Pepsi Max. I just see Slim Go Shady every time Eddie. I see Matt now. I know. Yeah. I see Matt is Eminem now. He's got the little thing. Is in that why you dyed well, your hair? It? Yeah. it is. <coughs> I think the party was just an excuse for you to dye your hair and look like Eminem. Yeah. But now it makes sense because he's fucking obsessed with Eminem. I thought it was like, oh yeah, he just wants to dress up. Like he's just that's just what he's decided to go with at the party. It's like, oh no, he's obsessed with Eminem. Mm. Is, that Sorry. Your, is that your car as well with a little Eminem air freshener? Yeah, nice. Oh, so you're like a mega fan. Yeah. How many times have you seen him? Uh, four or three times he's been there. Wow. <laughs> okay, just so for some context here, uh, producer Matt Kempy's producer, Dave's boss, um, is obsessed with Eminem and he's wearing an Eminem hoodie and he went to a party as Eminem, dyed his hair blonde. Thought it was just for a bit of fun, taking the theme too seriously, but he actually is an Eminem super fan. On Spotify, he's in the 0.01 top percent of listeners. Which means you've got to listen to, what was it, 12 hours a day, did you say? Not that much. <laughs> <laughs> Have you listened to him already today? Yeah. 
Holy he shit. He has to I to know, be in that number. He has to. That's wild. Has Eminem got some new shit out? Two albums. Well, like a side A and side B. So do you, once it's out, do you go into a dark room? I, I listened to his new album last year before he even put it out on Instagram. Because I guessed all the hints and I'd set my clock to point time midnight. Shit. So at that time, I went onto it. It was on Spotify and he released it three days later. Wow. Jesus Christ. Was that the, the one with the aeroplane? No, no, no. no, 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 no. Was, oh, okay. Be honest, have you ever DM'd him? <laughs> Do you like his new stuff? Yeah. Yeah. It's technically quite good. Oh, he's a fucking phenomenal rapper. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't that's not up that's for That's not dispute. up for debate. No. no. His rapping, like, he's still, like, he's goat, sort of. He's well, in he's the goat conversation. Yes. I used to fucking love Eminem when I was, like, almost weirdly young. And then... Well, that's when Eminem then, was killing... That was, like, yeah, when yeah, we like were... You would have been Eminem. in fucking nappies, bro. Dude, like, Curtain Call, that album, that was, like, my peak of listening to Eminem. That's Eminem. also still they, not peak Eminem for us. No, That's what's no. crazy. And then there was this, like, thing on Channel V that I recorded, and it was, like, some, like, long Eminem concert or some shit, and I was so excited to watch it, and then, like, I went the next morning, and it wasn't on our thing, and I, I was, like, crying. I was in tears. I was, like, what happened? And my dad's, like... They're looking for it and he's like, I don't know. And then like years later, he's telling me like, oh, I deleted it. Did he? Yeah. No. So my parents did not like me listening to Eminem. No, I bet. And have fr- you watched Up and Smoke tour? Yeah. Oh, oh I, mean, I would hope you have. The, that's what it's oh, is that from Up and Smoke? Yeah. That's a fucking sick uh, DVD. Yeah. I've watched Up and Smoke before. My first single was an Eminem song. I really? I can't remember which one it was though. First ever like Song album purchase. like my first ever CD purchase. You used to buy singles. That's, yeah, 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 singles. Singles first, at fucking sanity, bro. Yeah, my first single purchase. This is so stupid, but I was young. Was the bare naked ladies? Chickadee <laughs> China, the Chinese chicken. But yeah, shout out to Eminem. Anyway, Matt obsessed with Eminem. Tom, are you the kind of guy to laugh at a funeral? Yeah, yeah. It? Uh, what is it? I'm the kind of guy that laughs at a funeral. Cool. Good yeah. stuff. All right, moving on. Congratulations to all. Yep. Tom, Eddie, Dave, the Dry July Dribbler here. Just a quick message for Michael Pride of Professional Gambler and About Even fame. I'll just read this one out for you. Manly 13 plus. Tommy to school. Saab to school, Garrick to school, new arrangement to place at Rose Hill Race 6. Thanks for nothing, Michael. Kitchen sinks never. Beers soon, everyone but Michael. Yeah. Cheers, boys. Bye. Yeah, for those of you that follow along. Michael's a dog. Michael forgot to tell the world, the pun of the dribbler, Tom and I, when his horse debuted and won um, at long odds, but that's all right. Uh, And then... Proceeded to fucking what he was telling us was a nice short ball into new arrangement on to, the weekend. On the weekend, fucking came forth like I'd be shooting it, um, and it you know blew up in the punter and the dribbler's face. So yeah. Michael is on uh, everyone's bad books. He fucked us all. He's on. He's on notice yep. at work. Yep. One more fuck up and he's fired. Yeah, we're performance managing him out of the show. Yeah, he's got KPIs to hit. He hasn't hit a single one. Um, he almost got up with Joaquin today, but unfortunately he didn't. So Look, he's picked a couple of long things. No, there's, no, there's no denying his ability to tip long the things. golf. 
but there's areas in which he needs to improve. Um, Tom and I sat him down last week and made it very clear in no uncertain terms that if he doesn't lift his performance to the level that the punter and dribbler expect, out the door, bro. Yep. Yeah, g'day, boys here. It's uh, the wrist old dribbler here. Mate, just like to say it, I find about two grand this year off uh, Tommy Team Manly. Don't fucking go for Manly. I go for the Sharkies. So up the Shark, Tommy T forever. See you soon. Cheers, cunts. The wrist old dribbler, obviously I think probably more in reference to uh, the Australian way of saying RSL. Well, I don't know. The but Rissold I would also a... like to get onto Rissoles. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, okay. Now, when was the last time you had a Rissole? And, and always a little confused as the difference between that and a patty, usually a bit thicker. Yeah, that's a good point, Dave. Jump on that. Yep. I, Did um, you ever have Rissoles for all dinner? All the time as a kid. <laughs> Rissoles was bro. a fucking staple of the youth. Rissol, of my... Yeah, Rissoles and with veg and yeah, shit. Yeah, and now like Rissoles have just gone. Where are Rissoles, dude? So it says here, a Rissole is a small patty enclosed in pastry or rolled in breadcrumbs, usually baked or deep fried. So not the Rissoles I used to. Maybe it's like maybe there's more crumb in a Rissole because yeah. if you're making yeah. patties, you, you could, do you could you could you could crumb the the Rissole like, sure. like sort of sh- uh, schnitzeling oh, actually, a Rissole. Sorry. It says here, in Australia and New Zealand, mm. a Rissole is a patty of minced meat and other ingredients without a pastry covering. Right, so it's just a yeah. fucking burger. So it's just a patty. That's yeah. why I was like, I'm yeah. a little bit thrown. But sometimes you would get the crumbed ones a little bit. I think a Rissole from memory for me was that it was less pattied. It was almost like it wasn't a meatball and it wasn't a patty. It, it was, was halfway between. between the two, but it was it was like a large meatball flattened. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but not all the way flattened. No, 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 no. Almost like a, like a football. Yeah. It was like a footy. <laughs> they were like that. Yeah. Weren't that? Yeah. Like but that. like, but not that high. No, like probably like that. Is that fair? Yeah, but they would sort of like football out at the end I felt like because they were like round. they were still round yeah but not flat patty round no they were like oh god no no it wasn't a patty no 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 it's it's again it's kind of the pikelet pancake uh crepe situation sort of but it's basically just a meat patty but not as flat well that's what a fucking that's what (laughs) no but the ingredients are the same so I think well no (laughs) no no no, what it says here it's just a different shape it's just a different shape what it says here is that burgers are plain or slightly spiced minced patties Mm. Um, Rissoles are a mix of mince, onion, breadcrumbs, sometimes eggs, herbs, spices. Okay. And and most importantly, Rissoles not served on a bun. Yes, well, we know that. Yeah, but, okay, but, so but like no, 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 but that's what differentiates. Yeah, I don't take, know. To take the meat out of the bun as a Rissole rather than just a... Because like, I'm just you're not you, eating I a make... burger if you're just eating a patty. That's no, not but, but also, are you telling me that you can't put onion in your fucking beef patty that's, on a burger? I do, of course you I can. do that. That's what I'm saying. And, I, and I use the breadcrumb as a nice binding agent when I'm making uh, patties. Egg, you mean? No, egg and, uh, and uh, breadcrumbs. Look... I, I think put egg, bre- breadcrumbs, some fucking shallots. Where are we going with this, punters and dribblers? I'll tell you where I'm going with this. The, uh, the, Rissol, the Rissol that reared the fucking punter and the dribbler has been forgotten. Yeah. It's become maligned by society, and I've added up to here with it. I'm sick of the bloody... I'm sick of this, like, uh, uh, revisionist history that, like, the Rissol... You know, didn't exist. Yeah, and it was uncooked. Yeah, somehow. Do you think that maybe the place we of wouldn't the be Rissol, here without the Rissole, mate? I wouldn't be here without the Rissole. Has the place of the Rissole been taken maybe by like the Arancini ball? 
Because that's well, something. No, that's... it's more of a. It's Aaron it's, Cheney's it, a cheesy fucking. No, it doesn't it, have to be cheesy. Well, Aaron Cheney's either an entree or a, a, a an hors d'oeuvre. Yeah, it's certainly more of like a, a finger food. It's a finger food. It's mm. a cocktail party. You Whereas, eat a rissole with with knife and fork, uh, not fingers. You sit down and you you get into your three or four rissoles and you got it with a fucking with a with a hearty amount of mashed potato and, and some, some veg. broccoli or yeah, something. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I certainly think that the rissole needs to be. You know, paid its respect, paid its dues. If you still eat your rissoles and, you, and they get you through the fucking working week, because they were a working week meal. They were. Then send your rissoles in. Yep, send your rissoles in. Tom, Eddie, Dior, Farman Dribbler here, just to weigh in on the uh, socks down dribbler. I'm all for the respect, and you better run out to that field with your socks up, but. Once you're into the battle, into the game, having those socks down, that'll protect you from a stud. They they are lifesavers. Anyway, there's my two cents. See ya. See you soon. Sweet. I, I, I get it. Yeah. I get what you mean. I'm, I call me a traditionalist. I like them up. Yeah, same. I'm a traditionalist. We're traditionalists here. Socks up, please. Otherwise, why, why bother? Otherwise, just don't wear socks. And then you look like... Why are they part of the uniform? Yep. I also... I don't know if we said this previous podcast, had it clarified to us by the Manly Club that all socks the same size. At the club. In Other general. clubs might be different. Mm, don't know. I'm still, I'm still not sold on it. Well, Manly was the club we were looking at going, some have socks down, some have socks up. Yep. All the same size. <laughs> Charlie Eddie, with the greatest respect, fuck you... You fucking dribblers. Carl Felt was not our first choice winger in game one. He played the game wearing number 18 because Tonga was ruled out. Uh, you don't get origin. Fuck you. Uh, Beers never. Wait. Seemed like he was your first choice winger in game two, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Coats dropped. Yeah. For Felt. Yeah. Seems like he was your first choice then. So, oh. Felt, so Felt was, if Felt was wearing the 18 in game one, why was he wearing a four, or f- a five, or fucking whatever in game two? And Coates wasn't because you picked him over him mm. because you're pro felt because it's jobs for the boys. Jobs for the boys. You don't get origin. No. Nah. Uh, thanks for the dribble, bro. Thanks, bro. Carl Felt's in. Team Mitch. <laughs> Tom, Eddie. Team Freddy. Your Dave. Uh, this is in response to the Tommy T's, PP's, Utilities. I think I got that right. Dribblers. Uh, dribble from the podcast. Um, it, I would imagine that that tunnel would come out straight into Penrith on on that drive to Sydney. Um, and as a Penrith fan, um, more than happy to contribute however possible. Uh, and if that looks like us lending you guys Cleary's chin uh, to clear some of the. To clear, to clear the path, to clear the way, uh, I think that we would be more than happy to contribute. Um, yeah, let's see let's see what we can do with that. I think that should help. Um, beers soon. Blues 13 plus. And a 15 plus. Bye. See, I tell you, what, you do, what's beautiful about this is that Tommy Trebojevic is so good that he is... Uh, Bridging gaps between inter-club rivalry and the, and these guys going, I'm a Penrith man, but I'm happy to lend the chin of Cleary to help out 
with something that's bigger than bigger than the club, bigger than the game. This is about this is about getting a road under the Blue Mountains. It's about cutting out travel time. It's about helping the punter and the dribbler access what's beyond the Great Dividing Range, and that's the Central West and beyond of this great state. And you could even say, in a metaphorical sense, the Great Dividing Range between you know clubs in the NRL, and yeah. this tunnel is almost like a way to unify all clubs for the greater good. I think it's beautiful. I think it's gorgeous. I think it makes sense. And I think that Tommy Turbo's effect on the game and beyond it now, without question, the most influential player of all time. Yep. There I said it. I heard it. (laughs) It's like Gandhi. (laughs) Nelson Mandela. Tommy Trebovich. Yep. Dalai Lama. <laughs> Galileo. I don't know. He's more of an astronomer, I think. More like a... Virgin Mary. Mother Teresa. Princess Diana. Princess dies in there, for sure. Sure. G'day, boys. Tom and Eddie. The Odavia fucking turncoat. I must admit, I was pretty confident before calling this line, but now that I've heard that fucking little intro, I'm a little bit nervous. It's the uh, pineapple uh, vape dribbler here. <laughs> with my future brother-in-law. Now, we got a question for you. We're trying to pick a, uh, a wedding singer. We need a wedding singer. I'm going to pass it on to him. Yeah, it's the Darren Hayes dribbler live and coming in hot. Uh, well, we've messaged Darren Hayes, uh, Savage Garden fans, through the uh, Instagram live <laughs> messenger. Question to the dribblers and dribblets. Uh, who would be your go-to wedding singer? We're going for Savage Garden. We're fans. It's a classic. Well, we need a route for Turbo at the top. We need turbo. Well, we know you've got a line to Turbo. If we can't get Darren Hayes to the wedding, we might have to get Tommy Turbo. What are your thoughts? Well, Tommy. Yeah, mate. That's all I've got. All right. Cheers, Tommy. Let us know your thoughts. Tom, t- Tommy Turbo, definitely the voice of an angel and could, could uh, you know, at a pinch step in as a wedding singer. But I like the Darren Hayes angle, and I'm happy if you can get into our DMs, we'll start gassing up Darren Hayes via the, the, the channels, try and get Darren as your wedding singer. Mate, Savage Garden were a big part of my childhood. Yep. I used to have a uh, shout-out to the cassette player. What were they called? Like a, a Walkman. Oh, yeah. Were they Walkmans? Yeah, they were Walkmans. Because yeah, then there was Walkman. the discipline yeah, yeah, was the CD. Yeah, I had a Walkman, and I used to listen to Savage Garden while I fucking sat reading in the cubby house. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Shout out to cubby houses. Um, yeah. When you, I like, I often forget how many bangers Savage Garden. They've got had. bangers, bro. Savage Garden had a fucking hits, and they were humongous. I think overseas, they as were. Well. Yeah. Like they were actually fucking huge. I feel. Can you just Google uh, mm-hmm. uh, album sales? Yeah. How many albums have they sold like across? The, I think it'd be in the mil, like twenty mil. That's just me throwing a number out, but I feel um, like it's something like that. So to the the. Yeah, they've only, they've, just yeah, they've only released two studio albums. They've sold upwards of 23 million worldwide. Fucking crazy. There you go. There you go. Um, shout out to Savage Garden. Get into our DMs and we'll start trying to get Darren Hayes to sing at your wedding. If not, there's a great band called Furnace and the Fundamentals. And who like are they? Is that you? No, no, no. That's not me. No, I've seen them live like at a festival and then I saw them at a wedding as well. They're like a cover band, but they do like 
like they're just sick. They okay. just do covers Fairness in like and a party style. Or Look them twenty up. million albums, Darren Hayes. Yeah, Darren Hayes. Or well, Savage Garden. If Darren Hayes yeah. isn't available. Yeah. Well, yeah. Savage Garden, Darren Hayes, Voice of a Generation, but yeah. they're fine. Only two studio albums, twenty mil. I think Darren's probably got some spare time at the moment. Also, a lot of cash. So I think Darren or would. Darren made hay while the sun was shining, Tom, and then he fucking galloped off into the sunset. Now he just watches rugby league and flops about. Yep. Yep. How many more we got? Like a fair few. Okay, well, let's just skip to the final page because we got to fucking... Let's just do two more. Right. Um, oh, actually, there's not heaps more. Well, we just they're going to be here and we don't want to be fucking yeah. around while All they're right, trying the to get the show going. Hey, guys. Ken from Kensington here. <laughs> not sure if you guys heard my first dribble the other week. It was obviously a little too scandalous to make the cut so i'll make sure not to mention my man curtis capewell or to proposition your young intern again anyway i found myself a little hot and flustered with all the talk about tommy turbo's appendage burrowing through the blue mountains i mean seriously if we're talking tunnel boring machines the only thing that hits harder than tommy is the great ian roberts oh how i long for you ian Oh, and Dior, a little birdie told me you could suck the shine out of stainless steel. So if you're ever in Kensington, don't be a stranger. Oh, Davy boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling. What the fuck was that? Ken from Kensington, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> holy shit. Uh, yeah. I don't remember his first dribble. Did Neither we hear do it? I. I don't. We might have skipped it. We might have just skipped it. We've had to skip a few. These things are going. We're getting fuckloads of dribbles these days. They're not all getting through. So, if I'm not mistaken, Ken from Kensington might be a tribute to Ken's at Kensington, which was a male a, bathhouse. Yes, in Kensington, because I used to live around the corner from there. Where certain politicians have been yes. photographed spotted leaving. outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. the Brown Building? It's right next to Peter's at Kensington. Yeah. It's not there anymore, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like a. But the building is. Oh, nice. you yeah, seem yeah. to know it pretty fucking well, Eddie. Um, <laughs> where, well, I was in Randwick fucking getting a, a sausage roll when I was out with Tim looking at one of his horses, and he's like, that was a fucking place where politicians used, used to, to go, go and, and, you know. Get after it. Yeah. Well, thank you, Ken from Kensington. You're a. You're a. You're a fucking. You're part of the furniture yeah, now, mate. Part of the furniture. <laughs> unexpected, but, you know. You never know what's going on. You never know what's going on. Thanks, Ken. Yeah, the offer's on the table, Dave. Yeah. Next time I'm around town in Kensington. What have we created? Good Lord. I kind of like those weird ones, though. Yeah, same. Same. Last one. This is triggered by the selection of Mitchell Moses into the New South Wales State of Origin side. And I just want to have a quick chat about how overrated the Parramatta pretenders are and how they're the worst top four side ever. So Parramatta love to beat up on teams like the Tigers, the Bulldogs and the Broncos. Now, why did I choose these three teams? Besides them being shit, Parramatta has played them twice each this season, the only team to have done so. They love beating up on bad teams and carrying on like they've won the Premiership after every try. They've had, what, four good tests this season. They played the Storm, which was a good win. But let's be honest, there's two seasons in the NRL. There's before Tom's return and after Tom's return. Mm. They played the Roosters and won. But let's be honest, Tom Brown leading with the knees, sending someone in hospital and staying on the field is a ridiculous call. They played the Seagulls, which was a good test for both sides. 
real proving grounds and only one team showed up that day without their first choice 5-8. And this past week they played the Penrith Panthers without Nathan Cleary, arguably one of the best in the game, and lost. And Mitchell Moses was the one who choked. Paranever, Sonic Floods forever. Look, again, you can't argue with the anti-Parramatta sentiment that comes through from the punter and the dribbler. They're obviously the most hated team in the comp. As we said earlier, though, we are Team Mitch. So Mitch picked for New South Wales. We're on board with Mitch. We're on board with Freddie. Freddie Don't forget Junior Mitch. Paulo. Well, Junior Paulo's a fucking gun. Yeah. And happy with Junior in the side. Uh, always Junior. But, you know, in terms of just what he said there. But the general sentiment around Parramatta being soft and, you know, not up to it, I think, is fair. Yeah, well, I mean, I was disputing that. No, no. And I tell you what, you did realise how good fucking Nathan Cleary was when you... uh... They were a disjointed mess. Yeah. Like, Nathan, his value almost went up from the bench. Um, But I think that's it, Eddie. Hell of a show, Tom. Hell Hell of a a show. show. Could you two just not talk anymore?